Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I am Mike Busey. Welcome to episode 21. She's finally legal. She can drink. You don't have to buy her smirt off ice and then pretend it's for you. <laughs> Put it not- in a kitty cup. Put it in a kitty cup. I am joined by my wonderful co-host, Miguel Colon Jr., as What's always. What's up, everybody? I'm rocking the Rick's Cabaret t-shirt. Just re- Shout out to Rick's Cabaret, one of our home away from homes when we're on tour. Shout out to Rick's Cabaret's parking lot, who we probably still have urine and shit there because we literally slept like weeks there of our life. More than likely, one of the best parts of Rick's Cabaret is the managers banging on our tour bus door. Oh, uh, hey, guys. Can uh, can Star and Bambi come back? We really need them on stage now. Last year, uh, last tour, we had a girl quit. It was her first day at Rick's. She came in the back, but this one happened she thought she was about to score because she told a couple of our associates that she was selling that pussy for a thousand dollars a got pop. me fucked up yeah i'm like first of all this is rick's cabaret parking lot pussy dude i had a girl that come over here some hot little blonde chick that was talking all nasty and she's like yeah i want to fuck you and courtney blah, 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 blah. next thing you know i was you know i was get, i was getting a little fucking little little yeah. little misty and she I was like oh, okay what's up baby Next thing you know, she's like, yeah, yeah, give me a grand. And I'm like, bitch. I was like, I got, I got sober. I, I thought like, she said you a, got me fucked up. I thought she said a grant at first. And I was like, yeah, I'll support yeah, your writing. Yeah. You know, a grant. <laughs> you gotta, it's like uh, you want to uh, the Florida Bright, uh, <laughs> Bright Future Scholarship. You got to write me a fucking thousand word essay why you deserve the fucking. This is, this is the tight pussy scholarship. Uh, <laughs> I need a thousand words. A letter oh, my of God. Let's, the sausage cast has started giving out scholarships. Yeah, man. I need a letter of reference, something from your pastor, maybe a community service project. She's like sitting there planting flowers on the side of the road and the stuff. best part of giving a uh, asking someone or putting down a references is the conversation you have before you put them down you're like oh, yeah. hey uh, or, or you've already put them down and you're like hey um hey how you been <laughs> hey uh, so listen uh there's this job i want um can you just you know tell them i actually told them that i made twenty dollars an hour and then i was there for four years anytime anyone and by the way i also was the manager yeah anytime anyone's put me down as a reference i literally like just tell me what you did like i need to know don't don't have me make this up i have lied to people for the sake of friendship when people like and they would call me like minutes before they were supposed to call hey listen i put you down on my resume that i worked for you i'm like oh my god how much did you make how long were you there yeah i'm like all right let's get the story straight so what happened why'd you leave yeah and uh you know blah 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 and it's like oh fuck i need it and then it's like hello i am calling about abby she put you down as a reference and i'm like oh fuck okay how much did she make did it did abby work for you i like to just this is how you, if you can't remember the answer to this guy's life hack just be like Abby had to leave because I sexually harassed her. <laughs> like, uh, she, you know, it was my fault entirely. I was drinking and I was on the pills. I had just got my back life from, just left me. Yeah, I got I back from spot. deployment and I was just fucking up big time. But I anyway, was hot and horny. Yeah. she kept brushing up against my desk, <laughs> plotting it. I'm gonna tell you this much: it was the way she wore that smock at Kinko's that set me off. So I let her go because I didn't want to be put her in a position to be vulnerable to my predatorial fucking behavior. Exactly, man. Just just make it all fall on you. Also, another life hack. Go ahead and put that you were the manager of a Toys R Us on your resume. Like, who the fuck are they going to call? Yeah. <laughs> like, they can't tra- just be like, I was a manager of Toys R Us. Before that, where'd you work? MySpace? Yeah, you bitch. <laughs> Where's Tom at now? You ain't finding Tom Anderson. He he's gone. He, he what what a come up. That's like the the modern day bank robbery. He's like the EBD Cooper of our time. He fucking sold fucking MySpace <laughs> to fuck for, for who to whoever Yahoo or fucking Ashton Kutcher. I don't remember. Yeah, I know Ashton Kutcher uh, uh, rebought it. I think I think from someone else. 
But then it went straight down the shitter. I figure like MySpace now is at the Gold and Silver Pawn Shop in Vegas, and Rick is like, best thing I can give you is 1500 for it. You know? I almost got MySpace.com forward slash Mike Busey tattooed on me because I was like, whoa, this is like, this is, this is it. This is the future. And about a year and a half into it, I actually used to talk shit about Facebook. I'm like, fuck Facebook. That's just for college motherfuckers. I dropped out. I tried, to, I tried to tattoo my Instagram name on Gavin. But I had never tattooed before. This is when I get the guess what Gavin I tattooed. So I only got my first name and the last part. He wouldn't let me do the at. By the time we got to the at, he was like, fuck that, man. It hurts too much. It hurts you too much. You tattooed him? Yeah, I'm the one who tattooed him on the guess what Gavin on the first who one. Who tattooed we did... the turkey leg on his eye? I don't know. I tattooed my name on his back. I have a video of it. I didn't know that. Yeah, man. Me and Big Mike's, what we did was uh, we set up a skit where Big Mike was going to get rid of that allboners.com from his back. <laughs> Yeah, let's. Uh, never mind. This is a whole long. That's a whole other story. Well, and I, uh, I basically hopped on the gun, and, and real quick he knew it wasn't Mike because I was gouging into him. I never tattooed before, <laughs> so I was trying to tattoo my uh, my Instagram handle on it, and all I could get was the first part of my name. And after that, he was like, "Fuck this! What's going on?" I know of two people that had my face or my name tattooed on them, and they're dead. So. Oh, that is the curse. Yeah, yeah, it is the curse. What about what about that guy that got you and Midget Mac on his leg? Oh, he's probably dead too. Yeah, that was a horrible too. You look like Dennis the Menace on that box. Yeah, they, they misspelled bump box. You look like Dennis the Menace. Mac yeah. looked like a racial slur. Yeah. Like it was a caricature of racist old times. It's like those tattoo Mac- memes when you say, "Yo, I got the hookup. I got them Friday the Thirteenth tattoos for the low." Yeah, like <laughs> Mac, Mac's, Mac's image looked like it would be in like like the Museum of Intolerance, and it would just be like, "This is how we sold war bonds to fight uh, the Nigerians," you know? Yeah. So. Um, where do we start? Where, where this this week's crazy because I'm about to be. This is the last podcast of my 30s. Uh oh, and you are you, so sen- guys. He is so sentimental. I am a fucking. Com- I'm a flaming homosexual when it comes to life emotions. Yeah, and this is. I mean, turning 40. I know that you've been handling it well. I don't think you're the kind of person who dwells in a negative way. But age and time is something you always kind of dwell and obsess on. All right, let me break this down. Everyone wants to be 13. And then you want to be 18. Or no, 13. Then you want to be 16 because 16 is kind of cool. Drive, yeah. Then you're fucking 18. Then you just want to be 21. And then you're like, all right, stop the fucking I guess I'm going to be 25 so I can rent a car. And then that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. Then you get 25. You're like, oh, shit. I'm five years from 30. 30, you want to put a bullet in your head. Then you're like, fuck. Then 35, you're like, I don't know. This is kind of working out. I still want to put a bullet in my head. But 40, hell the fuck no. I do not want to turn fucking 40. But if I was to turn 40, which I obviously have no fucking choice, um, it's been a good 40 years. Yeah. And if I live to be 80, which we know that's not happening. But I also said that about 18 and 21, so who knows? I think, Maybe it's reverse psychology in the universe. I think being 30 when you're like a Justin Bieber and you're balling out of control, it, it must feel good because you're like, wow, I'm 30 and I'm almost done. You know, like I, I, I've done and seen. And that's when you see celebrities take that change when they're like, started getting into yoga, started feeling religion, being more, uh, what is it, uh, altruistic, taking care of other people. But 40... Uh-huh. 40 is not excited like about that. I I've been dreading 40 for t- 40 didn't even seem like a, a tangible number for me to even mentally process. I am 39 ago. now and there are times when it's I'm coming. like yeah that organ's going to fail. Like there are times when I'm just like touching my side and I'm like oh yeah. I just want to thank God for letting me be alive this long and uh I haven't had some crazy weird ass cancer that I know about knock on wood. And uh I'm fucking just jazzed to be I mean I've lived Here's the thing. I've lived 40 physical years, yeah. but I've really lived like a Your thousand. Your dick's like 900. Yeah. 
Yeah, like your dick is your dick's biblical. It's like and Ezekiel lived for nine hundred and seventy-two. Mike Busey's dick, your your penis, it's it, it's not the inches in your penis; it's the years in it. And your penis has seen some years. Here's the only thing that I know I haven't haven't like done in life, and that's travel enough, even remotely enough in the yeah. world. I've seen a lot. Yeah, imagine what it was like traveling the world before the internet, right? And like Netflix, but. Imagine twenty years ago, still you'd have to go rent a book or something. Yeah, and like go I, I look remember at buying it. those Fromers guides and shit, man. When it was like books on a country I was going to. One of the ones, I, I, somebody once in a restaurant I worked that left a guide. This was great, Mike. They left a guide to visiting the U.S. It was a U.K. guide to visiting the U.S. So it was like information. What for did some, it say in it? One of the best parts was talking about do not touch the police. Like they were like because they were talking about how people would. That's not Mike. Do what I be doing? Don't touch the fucking police, Mike. Yeah, they were talking about how. How how don't tap them on the shoulders or shake them if you whatever you do don't jack the horse off. You see some of my horse and little bobby sticks. Well, they'll, don't fucking fuck with the horse. Imagine though, like because that's just a cultural difference. But imagine like you got a buddy from the UK and he's just walking up. You're downtown Orlando. You guys are wasted, and all of a sudden you see him getting ready to tap a cop on the shoulder. You're like, no. <laughs> you know, there's been probably some person that's. Plenty of people caught come a fucking to flashlight to the face for being or like, a bullet to the me. head. Officer, officer, excuse me. Excuse me, can you tell me where the palace is at? I might. It was full of fun things, too. It talked about not road rage, like when if people honk at you and yell in at America, you. In America, they're crazy. Yeah, well, they just talked about people honk at you and yell at you, don't honk back. Because I guess, you know, there are places. There are places where just getting in honking fest was more, you know, just usual. Nobody's going to get out of the car and, and put a fucking bullet in you. I mean, I had road rage until I got a train horn set from hornblasters.com. Instead of blowing my temper, I'd blow my horn. And there's nothing gratifying about going to hornblasters.com and using the promo code BUCY to save you some money this holiday season. And when I fucking press that and I shock the living shit out of somebody and they think a fucking train is up their asshole, it is fucking very gratifying. I'm no longer mad about them in their ignorance of driving. All right, so the Lincoln's got the horn blasters kit and it's got the little red button next to the ignition and you hit it and it blasts. It's like a James Bond fucking. Yeah, and it blasts air horns that sound like a train. So I was downtown Orlando and I was with this girl Dana and we were driving and we had the Lincoln. This is when I took you to the airport. So I, I, I took her out in the Lincoln. Little she show off time. Caught some finger bang in the Lincoln. We'll get there, but uh, I tell her. Not I if hit, I'm telling the story, we won't. I hit the train horn and it makes everybody fucking jump on the streets because they're like, "What the fuck?" And I'm laughing. Oh, like in the tunnel, like where it echoes like a motherfucker. Yeah, but then I go. She's like, "I want to. I want to do it. I want to do it." So I go, and everybody's looking at our car already, right? You know, pissed off because we made everybody jump. So I go, "Yeah, just hit the button." She hits the ignition button and it kills the Lincoln. And now oh, we're stuck there. Stop. Son of a, and I'm like, you oh, bitch. Fuck, fuck. I'm like, fuck, 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 fuck. She's like, it didn't do the horn. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Like, you have detonated the fucking car. <laughs> fuck. But it was good. I, I tell you what, too. One time uh, I took the Lincoln over here. This is Confessions of the Lincoln Times. Uh, I took the Lincoln to this girl's house and we got hammered at her place. And then I couldn't <clears throat> find the transponder, like the Lincoln key. And I'm like, oh, this is right after you just bought that new key for it. And I'm like tearing up her fucking There's house. thousands of dollars owed to me right now from oh. people that have worked here or lived here that have lost shit and broke shit. We're talking probably over $50,000. And that's not even an unrealistic number. Not I'm even. not even joking. Well, I'm tearing up her house all over the fucking couch and stuff because I'm like, where do we sleep, everything? And I'm tearing up her house, couch, guys. And while I'm tearing it up, I found what is definitely meth. Ugh. And she's like, I can explain. I'm like, 
where the fuck is the key? I don't give a fuck. You're like, fuck, oh I saw a heroin bag, but yeah. fuck that. Do we I, have the key or not, nah, bitch? I literally found the baggie, and she has this look like, oh, God, oh, God, I got to tell him now I do meth. I'm like, that's a story for later, bitch. Where the fuck is the oh key? Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, so what about this bitch who took in my car that was on meth? <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? She probably stole all your lights. That's why we're looking for stuff in the car. Like, what happened to all the covers for the AC? Yeah. yeah she was uh, this Melting girl. Like, down, making fucking plastic pipes. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. And then the ride later on, I'm like, damn, man. Terry does meth. Weird. But I got the key, so Mike's not going to be pissed. <laughs> We've always had people tell you things, and they're like, they're like oh, hey, by the way, I, just, I thought you'd like to know that. And you're yeah. like, whoa. And then you're like, okay, focus, focus. I still want to get my dick sucked. Play cool. Just be cool, Mike. Just be cool. I, and you're like, oh, really? Wow, yeah, that sucks. I've never done that. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> I, dude, I had a homeboy throw me off, and he was like, hey, man, you want to get a little high before we go to work one day? And I was like, yeah, man, I could do that. And he was like, you uh, you get down? And I'm like, oh, you know, man, I'll smoke You like butt. to get wet, motherfucker? <laughs> yeah. Uh, the dude starts crushing up some oxy. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, bro. Like, I thought we were going to spark a joint, you know? Like, he's like, oh, man. He's like, you never done no oxy before? And I was like, nah, man. And, like, I'm not going to. And he's like, bro. He's like, oh, it takes the edge off work. So then I drive him to work. And the whole man, ride. Yeah, the whole ride. He's like, yeah. <laughs> drooling. And I'm like, oh, it fucking doesn't take the edge off. It takes the life off of you. Hey, man, I you know my favorite part about doing oxy before. Wake up. Wake up. There's more oxy on your nose. No, no I got to get it. I'll get it. I'll get it. <laughs> One time this girl was sucking my dick in my garage, and I, I slept in a garage with a big water bed. And fucking all of a sudden she's like, hey, you want to party? I'm like, fuck yeah, I want to party. <laughs> and you got to remember, when you say want to party, sometimes that means like doing cocaine and other yeah. crazy ass shit. Next thing you know, I had this like little fucking generic ass Spencer's fucking little water fountain that like made sounds of whales and dolphins and shit, put me to sleep. And these little fucking little purple crystally rocks and shit that tasted like salt. Um, she fucking grabs one, and I don't know what she thought, but she starts crying, trying to crush it up. <laughs> and I'll hear, oh man, I'm like, oh. I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, yeah, I'm just partying. And I was like, it's at that point where I was like, do I just go ahead and, and get the fuck out of here or take my blowjob and keep it moving? And I, I'll, I'll let you guess what I did. Yeah, man. Sometimes you got to take that blowjob and keep it moving. I mean, it makes you feel like you're a special forces operator. You're like, no, we're not retreating. We're going to stay in here, catch this BJ, and then we're going to somehow escape before she crushes up some more bath salts and eats my face. Yeah. Have you ever? Have you There's ever- definitely been some times that... When you're when you've already put in that work and you you know you're all hot and horny, she could tell you anything you want, anything you don't want to hear, and then you're at a certain point of horny, you're just like I must complete this yeah. mission. That's a hard that's a hard horny to be into because, like, you get into the house, it smells like cat piss everywhere. She's got oh I got a great one. My buddy Nate he went to this girl's house and. She was like, hey, just to let you know, if you got to pee, you got to pee outside because she's like, my toilet doesn't work. And he was like, okay. Uh, but then he did go to the bathroom at one point, right? And he said, not only did her toilet not work, they had like a mound of dookie. Ugh. Like she was shitting on top of shit. He goes to the point where it was peeking up out of the toilet just a little bit, like a Hershey kiss top. And I was like, what did you do? He was like, man, I fucking finished fucking her and I got out of there. <laughs> There's Have been... Like, you know, I'm sure there's been plenty of women who've had sex with me and, and then cried 
uh, for hours in a shower. Like, why did I do this? What brought me to this point in my life? Yeah. But there's definitely been some times I thought the same damn thing. Yeah. I, I, was, I, I come in the shower. I'm just eating an ice cream sandwich. I see it, and I'm like, going through the why I do these, huh? Here's an ice cream sandwich. See yourself out. I blame it on my penis. And when I was younger, uh, I get pretty. I got pretty fired up. And uh, this is before I learned the, the the technique of just jack your dick off and then find out if you still want her to come over. Yeah. That's you know? key. There's been so many times I jacked my dick, and then she sends me a text like, I can come over, and I'm like, why? <laughs> well, there was this one particular We're time. We're done now. Me and him are done. This is one particular time this girl came over, and I was kind of like already hot and heavy and whatever. And I'm sick in the head. Like, I might not even be like physically attracted to this person, but I just know the fact that she desires me. Maybe I'm fucked up oh, in the head. Oh, no. That's that's huge. Everybody Maybe I have that. low self-esteem, Miguel. Yeah. At the end Maybe of I'm day, hurting inside. But when I hear a girl say, oh, I just want to fuck you. I'm you're not wearing that dick. pink captain's hat because everything's right. And I'm just you like, <laughs> I'm like, really? I was like, well, well, shit, you should come over. And then this girl, this little short girl from New York who talked exactly like Joe Pesci. <laughs> a couple times I had to look at her. I'm like. Is that that's yeah, that's a chick? She got some big ass titties and a pretty little face. Like, hey, how you doing? Hey, listen, to that hey, one. Mikey, what's up, man? You're gonna go suck your dick in a minute. I mean, Hendry gonna go over and knock over a cigarette truck. Yeah, that's the what the fuck you're looking at, Mikey? Huh? That's what she sound like. But be- beautiful face, big ass titties, and uh, she had a like one of her legs were broken. Yeah. She had a giant like cast on it, and she was in crutches. Why don't you eat my shine box? And I'm like, if you're showing up to someone's house and suck their dick for the first time, crutches is not a good look, you know, and the giant cast. Well. I remember. Having, what was her face like? It was beautiful. beautiful it it okay. looked like a soft Irish girl's yeah. face, like real, like soft, like pale, yeah. smooth skin. A little Joe Pesci voice. And a little oh, fucking- but that's what fucked me up is the voice. Until I had her bent over the pool table and I went, <laughs> pulled down the fucking tight little pants. Yeah. Maybe she has sweated a little too long, and I was already hot and heavy and ready to go. And I don't know if it was the fucking cast odor that I was smelling. But it smelled like when I worked at when I worked in a nursing home, and I all I could smell was that like pancake uh, blended mush. It would literally give them like food. It was like paste. Yeah, Mikey, get my pasty pancake smelly bush. And I just started having flashbacks of working in a nursing home while I hear Joe Pesci's voice trying to talk sexy to me, and she's like, "Yeah, you stick it in my ass, you know, stick if you want to stick it in my ass, Mike. What am I fucking clown? And here? when you're young, because I'm, 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 I'm not, laugh, Mikey. <laughs> I'm not really into fucking anal. Like you know, it's like a thing you do when you're really bored and drunk and stuff, you know." Once a year, you know, special occasion, yeah, Valentine's you don't, you Day don't, and shit. You don't fucking, you don't, you don't. Come old fashion. I just like to fuck like four or five girls at once, you know. But just no dirt starring it up. It's like something, you know, every now and then. But I don't know. I just, I just don't. Um, whenever, whenever, not, like fucking, fucking in the ass makes me feel like I found a secret room. I put a pinky in the in. ass when I'm really drunk and she's right. I don't want to put a, a finger story. in my ass. I bite my nails. But I mean, I fucking, oh, you know, yeah. I, throw, <laughs> throw, 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 every time you get the, throw your dick in the ass, it's kind of just feels like you. Steven's you over there pepper. stroking his dick. What'd you say about anal? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you want fucking take the dick in your ass. Take it in your ass. So, anyways, yeah, she fucking wanted me to fuck her in her ass and it smelled like fucking. Uh, Did you fuck her in the ass? No, I was like, hey, I. I like you. Let's not do this. <laughs> I was like, I'll just use the same shit these bitches been using on me. I was like, no, I literally like you. Let's not do this. Never seen her. Never talked to her again. Where'd Where you meet her? Uh, it was like AOL chat room or some Ooh, shit. Oh, it was back in my early. It was when I was like under 20 kills. Yeah. Back in the days. Because I was a virgin until I was 21. I, I wanted you, to do you, it God's way. I don't know if I talked about it before. We talked about this. We talked about uh, you getting that blowjob in the truck. And then I actually fucked a girl in the ass before I did the pussy. Yeah, man, because that's what you religious zealots do. Yeah. I, loved, I, loved, I loved when I met like religious girls that were like, we can fuck in the ass. 
but you can't put it in my video. I'm like, shh, let's go. You know, <laughs> let's let's make God have. I love to. How more- many virginities have you taken? I've only taken one virginity. Me too. Yeah, only one I don't want. Virginity. I don't want to take a girl's. Did virginity I tell you about either. it? Uh, yeah, we talked about it on oh, here, see, man. I, gotta, we, I can't remember everything I yeah, talk about. I don't want to take a girl's virginity, and that's what we talked about too. Because, like, yeah, not me, babe. Like, do, do yourself a favor. Like, like, you ever not, meet a chick? Me, babe, and she's yeah. only fucked like four or five guys. And you're that's like, the Whoa, best. I could probably be the best you've ever had. Yeah, you still feel really good about. She's like, oh my god, your dick is so big. You're like, well, they never said that to me. You stupid girl. I get where you're going, but they definitely never said that to me. But yeah, when when a girl has a low body count, and and here's the thing, guys, we all, every guy wants to know how many kills a girl has or a range. We want to be like within ten dicks. That, that's why I don't. I stand by the don't share your kills, anybody, because all everybody wants to do is judge you on your kills. Yeah. So don't don't ever share your kills, ladies, gentlemen. Don't share your kills. That's for a conversation on your deathbed when you're like. Well, if you don't remember how many, because I actually used to keep track, and yeah. then since I moved here, I had every single girl I've had sex with. On a, on a folder, on a vanilla folder, and I had them wrote down the number, their their name, or their Just in AOL case you had to make the name. phone call? Yeah, Wolf. Well, hey, Karen, this is me. Anyway, it was good seeing you. Uh, you pissing razor blades? <laughs> no? Okay, then this don't concern you. Dude, that's, <laughs> it goes back to my fucking hardcore fucking fundamental beliefs that if your dick is as small as mine, it will never reach the bottom of the vagina. We both stand STD by this. Lives. STDs live in the back of the pussy. Yep. So if you can stay in the foyer... You know, in in the living room that's only used for Christmas pictures, you are good to go. But if you get to the back where the couches oh, are worn out, you the don't want to go match, there. Yeah, you are. You're fucking. You're you're in a world of hurt. Have you? Have Every you, guy has an ego. Oh. Go ahead. What are you gonna say? No, I was just gonna say we were talking about we were joking about girls saying your dick is big. Have you have you ever had that experience though, where you are fucking a girl and you know she's just like talking lies, like yeah, she's I, like, I, oh I, this is hurting. So and you're like a girl Stop made me go limp. Me. A girl made me go limp. And yeah. I was like, what? She's like, oh, it hurts, it hurts. I'm like, you lying whore. Are you laying on something? You yeah, know, so. like, are there are Legos? On, are you laying on the remote or Legos? Are there Legos all over the bed? Like, what the fuck, man? fuck you on a bed of Legos. Yeah, I, I had a girl, I had a girl, and this was just, just a couple months ago, and she literally was like, oh, my God. She's like, this, you, you, are you even going to fit in me? And I was like, you're like 5'9", yes. <laughs> like, you know, yes. You liar. We're honest. Here's the thing. We're honest with girls, like our partners. A lot of guys have egos so big that they want they want yeah. to hear that, and that's why a girls like, oh yeah, babe. I don't care no. if how honest a girl you think you have. If you ever asked her, hey, can you like just make an orgasm sound? If that shit, if she can do it, that means she can do it to anybody. Yeah. She can fake that shit. She can lie to you. There's there's someone listening to this podcast right now. Put your hands put your hands to the, the to the to TV the screen because if you're a, if you're a member of mightbeso.com, you can actually watch this. Uh, and come to the parties and see all the years and years and crazy update daily fucking uncensored content. However, put your hands up to the, Touch to, the screen, to your brothers and or your brothers laptop. and sisters. I just want you to know that someone right now out there, I, the Lord has put on my heart that someone is listening to this show right now, and their bitch is lying to them, and they and they believe that the best mm-hmm. dick they ever got. And she, when you fuck her, she closes her eyes and thinks about Ronnie from fucking high school. Yeah. They're not going to Bob from college. They're not going to tell you. You're the best dick they ever got. They're going to accidentally show you. You know, by like putting up with a lot of your shit, by by just dealing with that. You know, so if you if you're being constantly told you're the best dick I ever got, uh, you're being sold wolf tickets. Yeah, hardcore. Well, I like to like kind of like I wouldn't say lie, but I'd be like, I, I would like kind of like, yeah, it's cool. You could tell me. I mean, you can tell. I'm totally fine if like you fucked like a thousand guys. It's cool. Just tell me. Just fucking tell me, bitch. How many dicks have you inside of you? And then you're like, oh. 
Fuck. It's like a. I po- didn't want to know. You no. got a, you like police oh. interrogation that shit. You're like, I know how many dicks you had inside of you. Just fucking tell me. Your buddy's in the other room right now telling me you had fifty dicks. I just got off the phone with Jennifer. <laughs> she told me about the fucking Cabo Wabo trip. She saw. She told. She showed me the photos of you and Sammy Hagar. How many goddamn? I know you took a lot of tequila that night. Just tell me. Just, just be, tell me how many I'm dicks you got. Mad. We can put this whole thing away. I know you're good. Did you run a train? What did? Were you wearing a conductor's hat? Like, just tell me what happened. I tell you this though, and I think I said it on the show before, man. I've I've gotten to a mature point in my life, honestly, man. Where I'm, I don't care what you did before, as long as long as as long as I still feel safe. And what I mean, I still feel safe is like, and this sounds fucked up, but like, you know, if you start telling me shit like, yeah, hey, three weeks ago, I decided to shoot up and fuck these three guys in this back alley. Okay. So I'm going to have to wait at least two more weeks, you know? But uh, no, man, but. You ever fucked a chick fresh off an abortion? Not fresh off, but like two months off. Got you beat on that one. Yeah. You're talking day of? No, I don't know. <laughs> oh I mean, who God. knows? She was lying about everything. Who knows? She could have like just, I don't know, but. Have you ever? Uh, tell you this That's always you. awkward when you're horny as fuck, and she's just removed the dead fetus from her fucking her fucking or her body. And you're like, oh, so sorry to hear that. So is your mouth broke? You know, you're just <laughs> yeah. like, what about me? The baby's already dead, yeah. and I so, don't believe in abortion. I just I mean they're real. Believe in every uh, yeah, they're pretty real. <laughs> so I've heard, you but uh, I also believe in that. Any I don't want the government telling me what the fuck to do with my body. Yeah, even I, though I don't want to be in that position. Thank God I haven't been in that position. Um, I have may or may not have loaned some money to some people who never gave it back to me. I, I got who my, maybe have fucking not found a coat hanger and had to went to a professional facility. I my my stance has always been abortion might be murder, but sometimes you gotta murder. You know, <laughs> like sometimes. Do you think you, the baby visits you in your sleep? Why did you kill? No, me? the baby the baby couldn't form words at that time. The baby, you know, like so that's why you're good. You can't pitch you in a lineup. You know, they can't they can't even open their eyes yet. So you're good to go. I don't know. That's I a saw good, this uh, one thing on Good Morning America. If I would be haunted by any kind of ghost, then let it be the ghost of the seven-week unfucking developed baby that looks like a fucking uh, so they seahorse say, just floating around my room, and not some thirty-five-year-old <laughs> missing girl that died and somebody buried in my basement. Now I live in that house. There, I'll take seahorse baby ghosts. There was this thing on Good Morning America or ABC Dateline or some shit that I watched, and it was like this, this these white folks, like young in their mid-thirty couple. And I guess they uh, had a kid and they had a miscarriage. And then years later, they had a kid. And then the kid got in, like, an accident, like, went into a coma or some yeah. shit. And then he was young. He was, like, three or four. or two, He was, like, two or three. Yeah. So by the time he was, like, five or six or something, he kept saying, Mommy, I met fucking, I met Bobby. Bobby says hello, or, or I don't. Yeah. He didn't say that. But, don't but, yeah. quote me on that. Okay. Basically, he was like basically then telling he met his, his mom and dad, unborn brother or sister. He named it, and then that was the name of the child that was supposed to be uh, born. That's fucking weird. And and this kid wasn't like lying. And these people, like I don't know, I just don't. I, I you know sometimes yeah. when you see somebody, you're like, there's no way they're lying. Yeah, there's sometimes you just believe shit. You're like that guy. That guy. That's the, the only like true fucking. Hardcore evidence I have on yeah, what I mean, happens after life. Maybe maybe we are uh, just uh, hanging out with fucking. They say the 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 embryo. The, they said the baby fucking develops a heartbeat between eight and twelve weeks. So is that when? Oh, let me back it up. So they say life ends when the heart stops. So is that when the heart starts? Is that when life starts? My life seemed to end the first time I got heartbroken, Michael. So uh, I believe that. I just you know I don't know. 
I knew this one girl from fucking Texas. Texas. I told you about her. Mm-hmm. She uh, had like twelve abortions. She like I guess she thought it was more convenient to do that than than wear a condom, or did she just was allergic to latex? You ever mean that girl say, "Well, I'm allergic to latex." I'm like, like, oh, well, I'm so sorry to hear that. So yeah. I guess we'll just have to have unprotected sex. Like I want to make a company that creates condoms that are actually just empty wrappers, so you could be like, "Got a condom right here." Oh shit! Guess we just got to do it then. Thought I was helping. I What's have- so fucked up is we came up in the '90s, and I remember when I was in the '90s and coming up. Everybody wore condoms. Condoms, 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 condoms. Because that damn know, AIDS was fresh AIDS. into our brain. And I don't even know if AIDS is still going on right now. I wear a mask for COVID. I assume it is, yeah. but fucking I, I, AIDS has really taken a backseat to everything I'll else. I wear a mask when I walk into a CVS to protect myself from COVID, and I went like nine spring breaks raw dogging. Is, if, AIDS, if AIDS had an Instagram, it lost a lot of followers since the 90s. It's got a shadow ban. <laughs> like, hashtag AIDS is really not popping right now. They need to really get a, a new publicist because... Like, I know motherfuckers that are like, just don't give a fuck about AIDS. Like, if I get AIDS, it, I get it. AIDS can't even walk in the club. It's got to wait till two dudes leaves now. If I die, I die. Yeah. Like, AIDS in the 90s could show up to the club and they're like, AIDS, brother, knew you were going to make an appearance here. Come on in, man. Every guy is lied about this when a girl says, are you clean and have you been tested? <laughs> if you are saying you have every time, okay, there's been, and, and then when you ever do get tested, you're like, you want to tell everybody, I'm damn near made an Instagram post like, bitch, I just got tested. And you're like, you did, you're like, well, not really me, but the girl I fucked <laughs> yeah. it. So if she's good, I know I'm good. Dude, when you get tested, this is what happens, guys. If, if Just some, kidding. If some of you have never been tested, this is first of all gross, but this is how it goes down. Tell me, Miguel. Uh, you go there and you know you've got AIDS, even though nothing's been showing up. There's no symptoms. Of it's anything. like when a cop pulls me over. Oh yeah, it's, I'm like, yo, they're gonna. I'm going to prison. They're gonna <laughs> yeah. shoot me. Something bad's happening. Yeah. So you go there. You go there because like, uh, you know, just something happened. Like you go there because it's three weeks after spring break and you can't remember two nights and you know you fucked those two nights. It's so. like when you say, "Hey, the cops are here." And, yeah. And I know I'm not doing nothing wrong. And yeah. I know I like the cops are always great with me. Yeah. I love the cops. But still. But. It's that moment. It's like winning the lottery or playing the lottery. Yeah. You play it not because you know you're going to win, but the idea of you may win. So when you tell me the comps are here, I know I'm fucking good. And, yeah. And, and but I still. hope everything's good. But I'm still having a minor heart attack up until the point I make contact and we figure out what's going on and why they're here. When you go to a testing center, it's basically Schrodinger's cat of what does my dick have. <laughs> and you're pretty sure it's got feline AIDS. You does, know? Your, <laughs> does your dick have a hat and blue eyes? Yes. Guess who? Well, you Flip get, them down? Yeah. <laughs> they should do a, a guess who of STDs and it's just like <laughs> photos of dicks and vaginas. Does your vagina have fucking white bumps on it? No. <laughs> Put these down. But when you get, because I think everybody here has probably been tested in this room, and I, I hope at least some of our listeners sure have. Sure they have. But uh, you're always worried. Then you get the results back, and what you think is now- what I'm you, ready to so a party. Do- yeah, you think, you think they just told you you're invincible, not that you haven't got something yet. You get the result. It's the same thing with like a COVID test. If you find out you don't have COVID, you're like, well, I know I've been exposed to it enough. Guess my dick is bulletproof, you know? Like, I haven't <laughs> I haven't fucking actually been tested for COVID, but I have probably interacted with way more people than I should have. Yeah. And uh, I'm pretty sure my blood is fucking antibodies. And, <laughs> That's how and it if is, y'all man. want some of this shit, hit me up. Yo, I got blood for the low low. First time I got tested for STD, I was 25 years old. So I've done a lot of fucking in between then. Miguel, it's okay. Out- I'm not gonna I'm not trying to have sex with you. You don't have to okay. lie to me. No, but I got tested and found out I had absolutely nothing, and I was like, well, 
dicks made of Teflon, I guess, because uh, I know that there were some situations where I should have. Well, you know what's scary is when, how do I say this? When you fuck a girl and you don't know her, and then later on you get to know <laughs> no. her, and you start and you're getting like, terrified. Oh man, I just seen her fuck six of my homies. This is not good. You want to take your dick and just start fucking getting a cheese grater like you're at fucking Olive Garden, asking when to say when. I- no more cheese, please more. <laughs> Keep the cheese coming. And you're just fucking pouring hot water and uh, and the body wash. You're under this false impression. Like body I'm washes. gonna fucking. Pull back the fucking head. I'm going to scrub extra hard around the head. No one, dude, do, no dude cleans his dick better than when he just fucks some questionable pussy. I'm pretty sure Irish Springs is made of penicillin and nano fucking uh, box that can cure my dick of anything. Yeah. You'll even let a little bit of get in the dick head where it burns. You're like, all right, buddy, go in there. Go in there and handle stuff. I used to be afraid to get a girl pregnant forever forever then you had a girl with 12 abortions and you were like hey fuck it no that was more of i i met this i met this one girl we, we were having some sex we were making some sexies and uh she tried to she tried to extort me she tried to tell me she was pregnant and i was i remember i was laying on a trampoline in my backyard just i'm pregnant i was like and i literally was like looking around like panicking like on the phone like oh my god what 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 i was like freaking out and then she totally had me because she she thought I was like gonna go fucking go go cough up some money to pay. I think it was six hundred dollars was the going rate for abortion back then, and it was like two thousand three. You didn't. And have, I was. You didn't fucking, have the good Sam's punch card. I was losing. I was like. I was like. I was like. When I got the phone, I was like, God. I was looking at the stars. I was like God, I will never have premarital sex again. Please don't let this bitch be pregnant. Please. And then I like kept going back and forth with her, and then I kind of was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just. If you're pregnant, I'm gonna I'm gonna be man up. I'm gonna do what I need to do, and then you could hear her go, "Oh, so you want to keep it?" I was like, "Yep, I'm gonna be a father to it, and you can go do what you need to do. I'll just be here and I'll, I'll fucking help. I'll do what I need to do." And then after that, I had never heard from her again. And then one of her friends was like, "Yeah, she was trying to get some money from you." And this is back when I was like broke, broke. I was like, "You don't fucking fuck the wrong guy, motherfucker." You were like, "I can't come up with the six hundred. I'd rather do the eighteen years." Yeah, it's like. That's that's when we had a girl live here that uh, wanted to be a beauty beauty, and she talked like all the talks. She was yeah. super hot, super cool chick. And then uh, I remember like seeing her like kind of be open to the thought of like fucking our lawn guy at the time, and she's like, "But he's cute." I was like, "Yeah, okay. Well, um, if that's what you do, go ahead, do you. But that's not what we're looking for. Like, we're yeah. not looking uh, for a beauty beauty to be fucking the lawn guy." That's not like a good look, and plus, like you know, you're young. Yeah. Like, enjoy your life, have fun. You know, like she was like falling in love with him or something. Yeah, she wanted to get him pregnant, and then she kept hitting me up, uh, saying that she wanted to uh, come do some like work yeah. to, to catch that uh, coat hanger, and I was like, uh, like I, I'm like I don't I feel like morally like inc- I feel like I'm responsible if I like employ her to do some work so she kills baby. But then she kept saying how she can't afford to get the abortion. But I'm just like, you can't if you can't afford to get an abortion, you, you can't, can't afford, afford eighteen baby. years. Yeah, that's why I think you really want to make a lot of money. Put up, put a fucking payday advance place right next to an abortion clinic. Oh yeah, <laughs> like you're just gonna be like, yeah, buddy, gotcha. You just thirty six percent interest. You but. make this fucking uh, this uh, fucking uh, black book full of like rich sugar daddy dudes, yeah. and they're like. 
They got a fucking call log. You can call them and ask what they want. We should make a, a website. Yeah, Steven, listen to this. Like how they have a fucking, uh, there's this thing called, uh, what the fuck is it called? I'm thinking of that billboard. You ever see it says pregnant and alone? There's billboards on the highway like pregnant and alone. Call this number. And I is always this thought dentist it was, that like to yeah, cheat on his wife? He's got I, hella money. He's got a nice ass was, car. I always thought it was like a church or an organization about adoption. But now I'm thinking it's just some dude. It's like, hello? Oh my God, you're do you right. Got, do you got the line on your stomach yet? Yeah? Okay. I'll be over. <laughs> that is one thing I want to do. I do want to fuck a pregnant chick. And I don't want to do it. How a, a pregnant? Mo- like showing like as big as my stomach, but yet yeah. not like, whoa. Like some of them, I've seen some chicks like their their fucking belly button starts protruding shit. Yeah, because some like chicks are all belly. Pop out. It's like, oh. And then you don't want the baby to be moving while you're doing it because. Is that a threesome? It is, but it's not the one you want, Mr. Epstein. Yeah, you know, like yeah, it's just the, fucking. I had a threesome with this fucking fetus and this hot fucking <laughs> college girl. <laughs> That's the thing I just realized too. You could find the most disgusting, uh, disturbing porn categories, but I've never seen like abortion porn, where oh. it's like a girl comes to a clinic and she's like, "This I episode don't have just a- went straight to hell." I don't have enough money for this abortion, and the doctor's like, "I'll figure out a way for you to pay." Like it's always pawn shops and like girls shoplifting, but it's never just like planned porn and hood. You know, where just we're like, talking about things that the most of the society doesn't ever talk about on recorded devices. We're talking about things that people try not to think about, <laughs> not even just talk about. Every they guy has had to- a has a pregnancy scare. And and at the time, you got to remember this. If you're dating someone and you're young, if you're like under 25 and, and just go ahead. If you're in the car with them, which we know that's not happening because I know motherfuckers <laughs> like they message us and they, they I have my fucking cell phone number on one of the episodes. You got to go find it. You got a one out of 20 shot. That's not bad. One out of 21 now. Yeah. So one out of 21 odds of you getting my phone number. I literally talked to some chick today. He's like, hey, uh, I just want to say thank you. I love you, Miguel. And we read all the messages. Who was the guy who left an amazing oh. message today? Someone, you would have thought we wrote it ourselves. They literally went into depth and detail about the uh, review. And if you are listening on Apple, I think it's just Apple that lets you Yeah, I hate reviews. that Apple's the only one. I wish everyone else did. So check it out. If We know, according to my Instagram uh, poll, Majority of audience listens on Spotify, but if you are listening on Spotify, can you go to our Apple and just leave a fucking just like copy and paste? Like, oh, I love the show. It this, was great. This is the review of the guy. What I was his wrote. name? His name was Java Snob eighty two, and he basically he left one of the best reviews that we've heard so far. And one of the best things he said at the end is he says this show is very real and honest and uncensored. So it's more like hearing the stories from friends sitting in the car with you along with the ride. I genuinely enjoy the conversations these guys have, so I definitely recommend it. And then uh, we've got a lot of great reviews, man. I think one of one of my favorite that I always tell Mike about is uh, this is from Lamont Allard, and his uh, his review is it's great, but it's also confusing, but it's also awesome. <laughs> <laughs> if you just like stumbled across us. Got a lot of like years and like stories and shit that's gone through. I I like to think the best thing to do is like go to my Instagram and go scroll through the years of stuff and then follow the Snapchat for like six months and then breeze over. Like I would say go to my YouTube channel, but that's been gone for months now. Um, there's a lot of stuff to see, but then and then and then even though you see all that, just Forget it, throw it out the window because every day, and that's what's cool about this podcast is it gives us a chance to like randomly. There's, there's times that we're in the office and Steven's like, yo, bro, we totally should have fucking filmed that. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, because we just said some really crazy ass shit and talked about some crazy shit. And um, 
you just never know. And that's what we're trying to do. And like I said, we yeah. don't take notes. Yeah. We stopped taking, like, having notes, like, the like two or three episodes into this shit. So Literally, sometimes before the podcast, me and Michael throw each other an audible and be like, hey, remember the blowjob story on the trampoline? And then we're like, well, you're live listening to the Mike Music yeah. Podcast. It's literally, this, this, like, I'd say the last two or three months, I would say, hey, don't forget to remind me of this. Da, da, da. And that happened this week. There was two things that I was like, fuck, don't forget to remind me and i don't remember what they were well, and they were epic fucking stories i know we talked about a couple of weeks ago we, we were talking about chris is, is working for us now he's doing all our camera work editing and videos and we got a dope. new guy yeah he's a new guy we're, we we're like really, him a lot we're just still we're, like we're, feeling, we're, we're trying to we're, figure we're, out what his vice is haven't I'm, seen his dick yet haven't i don't seen trust his him dick yet he's got a little bit of that like anderson cooper like touch of gray but he's like 24 years old but he looks like he saw the ark of the covenant and just fucking lost all pigment in his hair he looks like spike jones yeah He's definitely, he's, he's like a, a thin set You've dude. chosen wisely. Yeah, riding a skateboard. Yeah, that's the cup of a carpenter. Uh, riding a skateboard. Uh, he was six years in the army. So that, one, one of the things is when we were looking for a camera guy, I told Steve and I said, we need a combat correspondent. That's who I was looking for. I was like, I need a guy that's going to be like, so how many dead babies am I going to have to film? None? Oh, I well, can do this job. The first thing you know? he filmed was people getting shitted on their chest. I was like, oh, this is a good little tryout. We'll yeah. see. We'll see how he works on this one. He filmed two members, uh, one of them defecating on another man's chest. The worst wet, greenish shit you ever saw. The straight baby spinach shit. Uh, but the thing that I've, 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 I forget that I love having Chris around is we'll dive into stories from six years ago like they happened yesterday. We'll just be like, remember the time Long Dick and blah, 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 blah. And Chris is always like, after a story, he'll just be like. That's why I like having people in the room. If I don't see Steven or Chris uh, smiling or laughing, then I'm like, all right, we're not doing good enough because obviously I've got way better in the fucking the pocket here. I got to dig deeper. I like just it reinforming him about things that I forget. We have terminology. We have people. We have stories. He was like, hey, Mike Miguel, what's a scally? Yeah, we talked about last week. We did the whole, uh, we went over the, the terminology here. He asked me something today, and I, I was like almost offended. I was like, boy, <laughs> what, did he, what did you say to me today? You asked me some. You asked for the birthday. He, was at, he asked me something, and I, I was like mentally going, you motherfucker, read the syllabus. <laughs> it's in the prophecies. Are you new here? Like, you know, then there's going to be times like that because working here or if you're listening to the show, even if you're even if you listen to all 20 episodes, and this would be 21, um, we just there's just so much. He, he queued cover. up a picture of Weeble, Weeble Wobble. And he goes, he's like, what's, who's this poor guy? He's like, what happened to this guy? And I'm like, fucking life, (laughs) like life dealt those cards. I made a TikTok and I'm ashamed of it. And I made it a while ago and I have like, I just randomly post like four things at once or, yeah. And I haven't, I don't post much at all. And I have like maybe 20 posts. And, uh, the, one of the most viewed videos has like 1.1 million followers. What is your TikTok name? Do you know? It's just at Mike Busey. Go check that out, guys. Let's, let's, let's yeah, go check if out you're fucking, uh, if you're <laughs> If you're fucking on the TikTok shit, just go fucking go follow. I've never even promoted promoted my TikTok. I've we never need even to, told. though. I mean, it's that, like it's an underground like, secret thing. Like, yeah, I'm on fucking TikTok. Well, Mike Busey's on TikTok. Go ahead and, and did you do any dances, you fucking punk? Fuck no, I don't do what, none of that. Your, what's your Mike it's all TikTok midget kids. Mac, fucking Jetta, and fucking some bullshit. I've already had like ten things removed, like 
It says, "Oh, this violates our our fucking community guidelines." Like, just I'm like, oh, but God. you put you put Weeble on that TikTok. It went, yeah, wow. and it was like we did a Christmas special where we sprayed him in the face with fucking <laughs> that, that snow, the window snow you spray that we call it asbestos in a can, and uh, fucking he's all like drunk as shit, and he's like, Wah! and he had just got some eye surgery. He has a crossed eye. He has a lazy eye, and he went and had some crazy ass eye surgery. And I think he traded a kidney to fix his eye. It was like some super expensive shit. And his eye was like, there, you never, you ever took a, a, a fucking fish and beat the shit of it on the concrete? <laughs> and his eyes were all bloodshot. That's what this fucking eye looked like. And all you see is this like thumb of the screenshot of fucking Weeble. <laughs> like drunk as fuck. And he's got bloodshot eyes and it has 1.1 million fucking views on my fucking TikTok. Let me tell you guys about this Christmas special. This is last year's Christmas special. This is like 11.15 in the morning. And Weeble, we all got here like 9 a.m. He's sleeping at the the family's house we're fucking saving. We're supposed to save Christmas decorations. and Weeble's fucking asleep because he's wasted drunk. Then we took him in the house for a little bit and he just fell asleep in like the grandpa's chair while everyone's decorating. And this is everybody's decorating around. There's Weeble. Passed out drunk in a chair. And at one point. Everyone's like doing construction. Yeah, like Brian Idol's fixing fucking plumbing, fixing a piping. bathroom. Yeah. And then fucking I go to wake Weevil up at one point, and Weevil told me, hey, girl. He's like, uh, I'm, I, I'm too drunk. I think you guys got to leave. And we're like, what? And he's like, I'm sorry, man. I just, I, I can't hang out anymore. Y'all got to leave. I was like, where do you think you All are? All right, so let me paint the picture for our listeners. Because Lord knows it hasn't been edited, and it probably never will be. But uh, every Christmas, we uh, we 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 select a, a family or a group of people or, or individuals, homeless, veterans, you name it. And um, I become you know the ratchet Robin Hood. I take my blessings and I try to help other people. And uh, I'd say ninety percent of them, I don't even know who they are. Yeah. And we get recommended. They fill out an application. You know, like have you done drugs? Are your fucking kids got meth in their crib? You know, like the basics. And and uh, we fucking try to do whatever we can. We showed up to this this older uh, Mexican family's home. They just, just lost their brother, the son, and the like uh, the, the provider of the home. Yeah. basically. and they hadn't even gone in the room. Because he died in the room. He just, you know, died of, like, heart failure or something. They never went into the bedroom after that. And he was, like, the man uncle. Like, like, like the nephews looked up to him. He was the dad of this family. And, yeah. and the father uh, was also suffering. He had just lost his leg to diabetes. And the mother was old and sick. And then the other, the, the, the main, the daughter, who was, like, in her late 30s, she couldn't get to work anymore because she had to take the dad to get his dialysis. She had to take this, this, this. So they were they were a proud family who wasn't asking for anything, and that's what we love, you know? So me and my retarded friends showed up in a fucking school bus that broke down several times and fucking went to doing, like, a ghetto version of ABC's, like, home makeover. Yeah. It's like, hey, listen, don't get excited, you know, but we ain't going to fucking uh, buy you a new house, but... We're going to scrape some of the shit off your floor. We're going to throw a, a Christmas tree in here, and we're going to fucking make it smell some good with some pine candles. And some of our drunk-ass friends we spray-painted with fucking snow are going to fucking fall asleep in your fucking and your dead brother's fucking couch. Yeah. Lazy we, boy. Mike sent me out. I went and got, like, I went to, like, I think I went to, like, uh, Big Lots and got a whole living room set for them because they had mismatched stuff, you know. And you know my gay OCD? It's oh, like, yeah. oh, honey, we got to redesign this. I'm out in the front yard, like, 
you know, you know, Puerto Ricans, they do the shit with Christmas and they yeah. put their fucking shoes in a shoebox with the hay and shit. Yeah. I was like, they got a whole bunch of fucking shoes on their porch. Get them a rack, Miguel. <laughs> they need a shoe rack. These it shoes are like getting that. rained on the porch. It was like that. Like Mike was literally going around the different Christmas parts of the- lights. Yeah, he's like, these lights won't do. This needs to be bigger. Every family we we fucking helped. Uh, I'm being lighthearted about this. There's a lot of sentimental shit because I don't get all fucking emotional and sad. Yeah. But- I, I feel bad sometimes because every year we leave this family with fucking thousands of Christmas lights going. So you know their power. You know probably since we pull out of that driveway, they fucking unplug all that shit. Like we cannot afford this. And just like ABC, we're like, all right, so it's up to you to take all this shit down. <laughs> no, actually, when I went to decorate the house this year uh, at five in the morning, I was digging through some boxes. I was like, what the fuck is all this? And I, like, I smelled like mothballs. I kept smelling. I started sniffing these like stockings, and they're all like really old looking. I'm like, "What the fuck is this from? Like, what? Like the World War II or some shit?" And it was like all like the the stuff that some of the, our followers have donated. Like, because uh, yeah, like, people will come drop stuff off at the gate for us. We're like, "Hey, we need stuff. We need decoration." And after we spent a shitload of money, yeah, uh, we see what we have else yeah and i'd be like oh we can't put this decoration up this yeah. is whoa this is like from i feel like decorations of christmas get passed down to the generations <laughs> yeah. and we got like the fifth generation christmas lights yeah. and stuff like i'm pretty sure fdr was fucking hanging these up in his front yard <laughs> yeah. and stuff and like like we have lights that are filled with like like fucking uh uh thalidomide <laughs> and like shit that you're like this causes children to, to lose their skin <laughs> i got like some fucking norman rockwell crystal faberge fucking nativity scene that I'm like, throw it away, not even knowing it should be fucking in a museum or like, some shit. This Santa gets to, to, up to about 800 degrees if you plug it in. It'll like literally, it'll, it'll, it's like an arc flare. It'll like go through the concrete. <laughs> Every year we're checking the news for fucking Christmas fires. You know, everyone, someone's house burns down. Oh, everyone, yeah. Everybody everyone. Yeah. And we're always worried that it's our, we're like, these lights actually, you light them. Like you literally come up to each of these Christmas lights and just. The golden menorah. Yeah. Fucking- <laughs> but we did, so we did that family and Weeble. So fucking drunk. I'm talking 11.45 in the morning on this couch telling us we have to leave. Strippers getting mad. Fuck you. I'm not doing that. Oh, stripper fights. Because what happens the stripper. This is what happens. Every stripper's like, I want to help. I want to help. I want to help. But these girls don't take direction well. They're not supposed to be in Because it's, sen- it's a sensitive situation. We're in a complete stranger's home, and there's like 10 to 20 of yeah. us. And a lot of times, here's the thing. These people that we go to, things have been so rough. Sometimes these are people who are not, I'm not saying people are dirty. They have a bathroom that's just bad that they can't fix. So it's water everywhere. So it's moldy. So, you know, you got to get in there and roll your sleeves up and, and start cleaning some shit, you know? Uh, and, and, and we've helped out a family who um, we didn't know at the time, but later on we kind of were putting the pieces together and it seemed like the mother kind of like bamboozles yeah. a little bit. And um, we could tell that she obviously had like a drug problem. Yeah. And, and we, uh, we got in there. It was like her, her mom, who was the grandma, who was like honest and very like, thank you. So she was very appreciative. But the, the mother, uh, she was just like, oh, so what about me? What did I get? Yeah. And I didn't, I was like really caught up in the moment. And here we have this like child that has no legs. Yeah. And has like the brightest spirit and he doesn't even know that like life has given him a shitty hand. Yeah. And he's Well, give him good hands. He's it crawling. Just gave him bad legs. I would say walking, but he's crawling faster than me and Big LA can. We've yeah. shut down we've shut down fucking Gatorland. We're there at like two in the morning doing shit you're we definitely George, not supposed had, to we, do. We had George come hook him up with a haircut. Yeah, we 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 uh We gave him a mohawk. We gave him a mohawk. He wanted a mohawk. Yeah, um, 
all those uh, all those uh like specials we've done i think this would be this year would be like the 10th year or something like that it's close to that but uh they all been deleted from youtube but uh yeah uh, and a lot of people were surprised like wait a minute so this fucking fat piece of shit with all this crazy shit going on he I, yeah because i feel like you know i love when, i know how, i, I know when, how it feels to be down and out and I, and it feels it's like the it's like the fucking the typical cliche saying it's better to give than it's receiving you I, don't understand it when you're young because you're like give me give me give me i remember being like pissed the fuck off like what this all i get for christmas what the fuck? And then when you get older, you're just like, wow, like slapped right now. Yeah. And it just happens one day. And it happens on one day in your life when you grow up. You're like, oh, wow, I get it. So, yeah. like, my mom didn't have the money to do that. Or, or like, I don't deserve any of this yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, I don't deserve to have anything. I, I have what I need, and that's all I need, and that's all I should want. But it's, it's our human desires get. to want more and have the cool, fancy shit. But then later in life, you just you get your kicks. Especially, I don't have kids. You don't have kids. Yeah. So I get my kicks off, like seeing people, um, like, like be, be able to help celebrate. Them. Yeah, yeah, it's exciting. And you're like, oh man, they're gonna love this. I'm excited. Oh, we heard that they need because I don't have any kids. So like Christmas, it all started when I was dating this hot lawyer, and I suspected her of some fucking some 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 hanky panky shit. Yeah. So all right, bitch, I'm gonna take all your shit back to Michael Coolers and fucking I'm gonna take this money. I'm gonna go to a trailer park and I'm gonna make it rain. And that's what I did. And ever since then, I've been doing it every year. Um, and and this year of all years, uh, it's I would I hate to say this, but I got to be honest with our audience. It's like the hardest year to get in the Christmas spirit. 2020 yeah. has sucked hard dick, and I've been affected. Everyone's been affected. Yeah, but I can only imagine how other people have been affected. So, and we got to watch out for just showing up to random people's houses now because the people we go visit. Generally, they all got elderly, sick family members, and we can't be the ones. I mean, that's the thing. We can't be the ones showing up there like, hey, Merry Christmas. Oh, we gave you the vid, you know? Merry Christmas. We just killed your entire fucking yeah. family with COVID. Yeah. Too bad those fucking, those those old people couldn't <laughs> fucking sustain my fucking stripper COVID. That yeah, I and it's like, what was the COVID my blaint, my We didn't veins. even give you COVID. We gave you polio from this old-ass Santa Claus that we have. <laughs> These ornaments have fucking arsenic in it. When you yeah. when it dropped, it the fucking cloud of white dust came out, and fucking yeah. everyone died. What, why does that Santa Claus have a box of cool menthols in his hand? Yeah, it's a cigarette display we got. <laughs> it's a marble. It's a Santa Claus oh, this marble cigarette ad. Yeah, like don't you like this new door knocker we got? It's Joe the Camel. You know how many camels my great grandma had to smoke to get these points? <laughs> You ungrateful motherfuckers. Hi, it's me, St. Nick, and nothing brings me more joys than coming into a house and having delicious cookies and a smooth marble menthol cigarette. Because remember, children, it's the cigarette Santa prefers. Listen, I didn't even smoke cigarettes, and I was like, all right, so how many points to get that duffel bag? I was like, Mom, you better keep smoking. Bro, I'm going to tell you this much. When they tell you and that- Kool-Aid like, points? When Come Joe, on Remember when Joe Camel started wearing leather jackets and shit? And I was like, he's the fucking coolest. He got us. You know? <laughs> You know that leather. Whoever fucking did that ad campaign definitely killed at least a hundred thousand people. Oh, now, and forty thousand of them were children. Whoever was like, you know what'll sell more cigarettes if Joe Camel's a cartoon 
wearing a leather jacket be like but uh, i don't think adults want you know, shut up and take my <laughs> yeah. lungs joe camel yeah. take them now we're not trying to sell these cigarettes to children that's <laughs> ridiculous now they do come with pokemon cards what? did you say pokemon <laughs> cut my 13 year old lungs right out of my fucking thoracic cavity and have them joe they're like camel. sitting in front of a congressional hearing like y'all the first fall, first fall, uh, uh senator warren i think it is disgusting that you think we would gear our products to children uh, our products are for adults. It clearly says on the package of Funtime Fruity Fruity Cigarettes that these are for adults, and uh, the pog that comes on the back says may cause cancer. You see, if you look over here on the on page two, that Frisbee said that's at least <laughs> yeah. 12,000 points. Yeah, how's a child going to get 12,000 points? He can't even get money. I'm disgusted that you would suggest blueberry menthol cigarettes that come with a Cracker Jack prize in the back, and you can actually put in a Nintendo DS and play a game called Smoky Trap to run would be made for children i'm disgusted at that allegation and i'll tell you what fizzy our giant fuzzy mascot over here he hey kids <laughs> he's a little offended too man imagine all the fuckery that happened back in the days that like all right listen guys what we're gonna do is we're gonna start getting all these young kids hooked on this shit yeah be like they were just sitting there smoking a cigarette like I think that's an incredible idea. <laughs> there was some like truth campaign ad or some shit. And I, I always, I'd always like <laughs> in the early 2000s, I'd be like at music festivals and shit. And it'd be like all this crazy cool shit. But then you'd see like the truth. Truth. Thing. Those fuckers would show up. They were like PETA's fucking dorky ass cousins. They were like a mix of PETA, the Jehovah Witnesses and fucking <laughs> like uh, your doctor. At, like, uh. And your mom's lame boyfriend who wanted to be cool. Right, right next to him would be the pop up tent where virginity rocks. <laughs> You're like, no. All right. Give me the fucking cigarette. <laughs> yeah. I'll take it. All right. Just give me the goddamn book bag. All right, guys. This concludes our first hour. <laughs> Yes. Hey, this is the first time I wrapped up the hour. Hell yeah, man. I don't even know. I just looked at you and you kind of gave me the look. Yeah, and I was happy. I was like, wow, but hey, uh, just. Uh, Hold on. Was that a 10 minute warning or a five no, minute warning? No, that was like we've been done five minutes ago. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> All right, hey, guys. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, stay tuned. We're going to come up with hour two. And uh, if, as always, um, go to MikeBC.com, become a member, come to the parties. This weekend, I'm turning 40. Our party. sexy Santa holiday birthday fucking roast. You're hosting a roast. I'm hosting the roast. A bunch of other guests and friends are going to make good you cry. Too. Yeah, we got some good people, some not so good people, and some good people. But Miguel will make up for all of it. Uh, he'll keep the wheels on the train, and uh, you can come if you're listening to this. By the time you listen to this, if you listen to it, you know as they come out, you'll be able to at least have 24 hours to get here from wherever you come from, and come join us party and get drunk. You can camp. It's uh, it's we like got more carnival rides too. We'll talk about that. In the oh next yes, hour. we become full blown carnies. Full blown carnies. We'll be right back. Does your life suck? Are you tired of the same shitty old dead end job? Has your girlfriend stopped sucking your dick? Well, guess what, motherfuckers? Knock knock, because here's your opportunity to change your life for just under a dollar a day. Become a member of MikeBC.com right now, and you'll enjoy the following. Some of the wildest, craziest, sexiest, never-seen-before footage live on the Snapchat. Sure, we all love the regular Snapchat, but if you want to see what's really going on, join now. Not only do you get to enjoy the countless hours of entertainment from me and the rest of the Sausage Castle family, but enjoy the long list of content creators that you signed up for, bringing new and amazing shows just for you to enjoy. Log into your online account 
every day to see some of this content you may have missed. After you've been a faithful member for three months, watch your mailbox because we're sending you one of these badass members only t-shirts. You can't buy this anywhere. You've got to earn it. The content's good if you're really into the content stuff, but for me, I'm more about the coming down, the parties. Snapchat's great. I watch it. It's That's not really what it's about for me. It, it's about coming down, hanging out. Being a member of MikeBeasy.com, it's not just about watching a secret Snapchat. It's an experience. As a member of MikeBeasy.com, you'll have access to some of the wildest and craziest parties at Mike Beasy's personal home, the world-famous Sausage Castle. Enjoy Members Weekends. That's where you and the rest of the family join up at the wildest house in America and spend three days and three nights camping, drinking, sucking and fucking some of the wildest shit you'll ever experience. During Members Weekends, you'll be rubbing elbows with some of the sexiest, craziest, wildest ladies you'll ever imagine. The Beauty Beauties. Don't worry, campers. We've gone an extra mile here at the Sausage Castle to make sure all you members are comfortable and have one hell of a camping experience. I've been following Mike Busey for quite a while. I've been a member for about three months, and I'll tell you what, it's the best, been the best three months of my life. Memberships members, is you're missing out. I, I, I started following Mike Busey about, uh, about two years ago, and the guy's a real guy. And it uh, allows people to come here. They're like oh, outcasts man. of society, and they fit in well. And uh, I was like, yeah, I got to fuck with this guy. There. Man, I've been following Mike about two months. Became a member a month ago. So, But I'm, I'm happy I'm here at the fucking Sausage Castle. Having a great day of fucking the drunken field day. All I can say is America right now. Follow Mike Busey. Look at my eyes. Took my glasses off for you, America. For you. Follow Mike Busey. Become a member. Party at the Sausage Castle. Hell yeah. I hope you're hungry, because we're providing breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Each campsite comes with its own electrical hookups, picnic table, fire pit, and grill. Go skating around our track, swim in our lake, enjoy our luxurious outdoor showers. The only showers that you go to get clean, but sometimes you come out dirty. Do members weekend, enjoy the countless sports, entertainment, and amenities we have to offer. Live game show and trivia, tug of war, boxing, foam wrestling, airboating, basketball, tennis, volleyball, football, dodgeball. Enjoy our awesome arcade, epic costume parties. Do you remember playing field day as a child? Well, imagine you doing the same shit, but really wasted. Each member's weekend, you and your team will battle it out to win thousands of dollars in cash and prizes. That's right, Team White, Team Blue, not Team Black if they lose. Oh, right, it's like that, Big Mike. It's Team Black, bro, even though we lost all our all our stuff so far. The Members Weekend, I'm gonna put it simple, has been the weirdest but most epic time of my life. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Like, this is just, it, it's life. It's, it's amazing. I'm honored to be here. I'm honored to meet everybody, to see how cool everybody is, how loving they are, and just how chill they are. They're just real people like us. Like, it, I don't even think it's about the money. It's about the pride at some point. Some of these people, they get, they're so passionate about winning it that they don't even care about the cash prize. They're doing things that you'd never imagine just for the pride to win. Did you know that we have a full functioning recording studio? We've got some of the industry's premier equipment in our state-of-the-art recording facilities. You never know who's going to show up at the Sausage Castle. We've had a long list of celebrities, rappers, 
rock stars, athletes, models, and porn stars have graced the doors of the Sausage Castle. Think of it as a summer camp, but everyone's really fucking wasted and doing really weird shit with their genitals. The party doesn't stop at the Sausage Castle. At Members Weekends, you'll be able to experience the massive invasion as all the members head downtown Orlando. We've been known to take the party to the streets. Nothing beats a bunch of crazy assholes loading up on a party bus for a night of fun. Or enjoy an evening on the seven seas as we gamble and drink the night away on party cruise boat adventures. You never know where Mike Busey's gonna take you and the rest of the members during members weekends. Just shut up and get on the bus and enjoy the ride. Not everyone can make it to members' weekends. By becoming a member, you'll be able to reap the benefits of coming to our shows and hanging out and partying with us for absolutely free, backstage or even on stage. Oh yes, if you're a member, we're putting you right there in the center of all the action. You don't have to take my word for it. Here's one of the members we met in Las Vegas. My name's Vince from L.A. Been a member for about eight months now. Great eight months. If you're on the fence, just do it. Once you do it, you won't regret it, and you'll just love every second of it. It's a, such a debauchery that it, it's oh a good debauchery. You, you won't regret it. Then you meet a guy named Mike Busey, and then he introduces you to a whole another fucking life. And then you become a member, and then you fucking see the debauchery show that it is. Did we mention this is all 100% free? If you're a current member, you get to enjoy all the members' weekends for free. Let's be honest. I could probably name a million things you spend $30 a month on. Gatorade, cigarettes, bullshit, the gas station, the sausage castle. It's a place that defines freedom. A place that you can be yourself. A place where all walks of life are welcomed. No matter what race, religion, rich or poor, gay or straight, Christian or atheist, it doesn't matter. Come and enjoy. Arrive as strangers and leave as family. And we're back. Welcome yourself to the second hour of this shit. Before I dive, Miguel, because yes. now that I'm turning 40 this weekend, I'm thinking about a lot of things. Mortality's coming into play more. It's I've been obsessed with death in life because I don't really know the true fucking meaning behind it, where we come from, where we're going, and what happens when we die. But I tell you one thing. They say life flashed front, in front of your eyes when you take those last breaths. Yeah. One of the things I'm going to think about is all the fucking drunk motherfuckers that had talked to me at a party or, or at a club like, hey, man, listen, bro, if you ever need a fucking plumber, listen, I'm your fucking guy. And I'm, I'm literally hanging out with like 10 girls. Yeah. And this guy is like all down my throat. And I give every person that moment because like, yeah. I'm like, yo, I fuck with the streets. Yeah. But what sucks is when you think that they're like a hardcore follower and you just found out he just heard of you and he doesn't even know yeah. nothing about you. And you spend 30 fucking minutes talking to this guy in a back alley because like he's like, yo, bro, I fucking love you. I had, I, hey, I, I, what's your name again? Well, I'm about to say, I hate how like untactful these motherfuckers are about it. Like I've met people before who I didn't know and I don't be like in their house be like, I don't even know you, man. This is weird. Your house is crazy. What do you do? Oh, it's I like, hate well, fuck that. you, motherfucker. You're in my house enjoying it. Uh, you can, you can, hey, that's, it's okay if the third time we hang out, you're like, Mike, I gotta be honest. First time I met you, I'm, I don't know how I didn't know about it. Here's a little tip, guys. You want to do nice by people and you come to their place, they're an entertainer or something like that, 
say this. Don't fucking start interviewing. Yeah, me. and and use use this line. If you ever want to tell somebody that you, you didn't know who they were, be like, I man, I don't know how I never heard about this place. That's okay. When they're like, bro, I don't know where the fuck I am. Because girls now they they're like they get a little like arrogant. Oh, they're like, what is this? Or yeah. who are you? And I'm like, that's fine. Like, cool. I get it. You don't, not everyone has to know, but I've been doing this for 20 fucking years, bitch. Put some fucking respect on it. I've dedicated my fucking days, nights, afternoons, weekends, vacations. My entire life belongs yeah. to the followers. The followers have made me, uh, even if you're listening, even if you're not a member, uh, just following and telling your friends about this shit. Cause listen, here's the deal. I'm not for everybody. I get it. I learned a long time ago that not everyone fucks with me. I'm like, what? Oh my god. Yeah. He doesn't like me. Michael, be who's. I remember like all worked up back in the MySpace. He's like, oh my god, this guy said I was an asshole. It's like what? And now I'm just like, listen, I get it. I'm gonna stay in my fucking lane. And, and and say my fucking shit I need to say and do what the fuck I want to do. And if you fuck with me, I fuck with you. And that's cool. We don't have to be, you know, you don't have to know all that shit. But there's nothing worse when you're in a situation where you're trying to have a good time. And there's that guy or that girl, because there's been plenty of times with that girl. And it's like, oh, my God. And it's like slow-mo. It's like, I'm never going to get this moment back in my life. Yeah. This random motherfucker just took 20 minutes telling me about fucking uh, some mountain he went to in fucking college. And I'm just like, oh, my fucking God. And you're trying to be like, oh, man, yeah, that's cool, man. Oh, man, well, thank you so much. You're like, and there goes all the girls you were talking to about the back door. I tell you one I hate. There's a fucking party going on. I got a goddamn clipboard in my hand, a book bag. I got a radio going. And I'm texting somebody, and fucking somebody comes up to me like, "Yo, man, uh, I want just ten minutes of your time. I want to tell you about this idea, hey, this listen, investment, bro." bro. Uh, so, yo, you seen Shark Tank, right? Well, I got this uh, this other idea. You know what I'm saying? I think we could make some money. Yeah, I'm like, motherfucker, this is not the time. Like a lot of people. How many times have we got a DM in, in my oh, Instagram? My God. Like I got something for you, and if you if you if you smart, you better hit me back up. I, I got this. I just had a guy what two weeks ago hit me up about an app, and he's like he's like I'm out in Tennessee. I got this new music app, and I'm like, cool man. Where do you see us with your product? Like, what do you see? He's like, I don't even know, bro. I don't even know. He's like, I just want to come over there and I want to sit with you. And I'm like, guy, we run a fucking business, man. You're not just gonna come over here and get a tour of the house to hang out, take some pictures, and tag yourself on Instagram, man. I you talked know? to this random dude in California. Uh, he, he said he was gay. I don't know why he even mentioned that, but he was like, well, I'm gay. And I was like, okay, that's cool. I, and he's like, is this an automated response? And I'm like. No, this I didn't say it was Mike Busey. Sometimes I'd yeah. be like bullshit. Like, no, this is one of the employees because I don't want them yeah, to know. Then, then they're like, Rawr. they're already there. They're talking to the man already. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, this dude literally wasted two hours of my life talking to me just to tell me he was like, well, I was thinking about it. Maybe you could fly me out there, and then maybe I'll just check it out, and maybe I'll think about joining uh, your website. I was like. Mm. I just like said, okay, Mike, you could go come at him, or you could just completely say, "Do not fucking respond to this," because you're gonna yeah. waste more of your time. I've had people like, oh, so yeah, like you know, maybe give me like a free password and let me go see all this stuff, and then maybe I'll come to a couple parties and I'll think about it. Like, I, I had a guy tell us, man, and he was <laughs> like, "I've got some investors lined up that are really interested in investing in you," and I'm like, "Okay, man," and he's like, "But uh, you know, we're, you're gonna have to wow them," and I'm like, "Let's pump the brakes, kid, real quick." I have no fucking clue who you are. Now, here's the deal. We've been homies for 10 years. I know your business. Uh, I, we've rocked together. I've seen shit, and you're like, I got an idea. I got some guys lined up. 
I got five minutes for you at a party because I know this is maybe you're too busy. We don't see each other enough. But I don't know you off the street and you come walking up like I got an idea for us to make money. The arrogance is like horrible. The arrogance, the, the entitlement that I owe you five minutes. Here is a party where all your drinks are free. Tyler Yahweh's performing for free. We've got free food. You're at this mansion party and there's fucking basketball, dodgeball, Hot mini chicks bike, everywhere. Hot chicks everywhere. But I owe you five fucking minutes. I tell you what I do. I feel I do owe you. I definitely owe oh, you a handshake. Did you mention you get to stay them for three days and yeah, three nights at camp? camp? Now, I definitely, when people come up and they're like, hey man, I just wanted to say thank you. Man, I got 30, 40 seconds, a minute, whatever time I have to, to talk to you about why you came out here and thank you for that because that's something i do owe the fans i owe them a minute or two of the time when i'm free to hear them say thank you or to hear like hey or to hear complaints people have been like hey i don't want to bother you but you know i have I pissed couldn't. off a lot of friends and 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 girls that were hanging out with me for the night because i would spend way too much time talking to a complete stranger oh i've come into your room to clear people out before <laughs> I've, I've seen mike with like eight people sitting on his bed and they're all talking and then i'll know too because mike will be like hey miguel these uh these guys, this is their first time here. <laughs> Just stare at me like... Give you the uh, wink. Yeah. They need to get the fuck out. I've already hung out with them and, you know, da 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 And, it's, and they try to bait me in sometimes because they'll be like, hey, Mike, uh, listen. Uh, and they always... The ones that fuck me up is anytime they travel from like oh, from God. far like, away. We came here from Norway. We're like, fuck. All right, come on. You can lay on my bed. Oh, Shit. Yeah. Hold Jetta. All right, all right. And here's the deal. If you're listening to this, if you ever see me or Miguel, we have no problem taking photos, videos, hanging out, jacking off, fucking FaceTime your grandma, whatever. But, like, don't impede what we're, like, on a mission. If you see me drinking, I'm, on, I'm most likely on a drunken mission to not remember the night and have consensual sex with multiple women. So don't fucking, like, I've had some very creepy, weird, like, and at the time I'm just drunk as shit. Yeah. And I'm very nice when I'm drunk. I'm like, yeah, come on. Next thing you know, you're following me back to my house. I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah, bro. Like, we've had, uh, we were watching some footage from the Nelk Boys oh. uh, <laughs> night when the, the Nelk Boys came to visit. And I didn't even know this even happened, but there was several people who came here. Uh, Uninvited, one, just heard the Nelk Boys were going to be here. He's like, yo, I drove three hours. And Rowdy Rob's like, uh, what, what was the word? He, what was the thing he was saying? Uh, one one that pull don't, it out that don't make a fuck <laughs> that don't make a fuck and then, so you got you got Roddy Rob has obviously been drinking you got these other dudes who are obviously just fucking don't fucking yeah. get it young little college frat boys and they're like yo they're bro they're literally telling Roddy Rob just tell the Nelk boys to come that we're out here and then we'll go after we meet them yeah and, and this we're is- like yo bro this is our house and we fuck with you uh, and we appreciate you coming to visit our establishment. But um, um, it's a private get together because the Nelk Boys and myself, we definitely interact with our fans very intimately. Yeah, you know, uh, I've had members have sex on my bed with a smoking hot girl that that uh, Jeff yeah. hasn't had sex in fourteen years and damn near lost his virginity for the second time uh, right before I we went to Columbia. Yeah, and, and he lost his virginity a couple more times after that. So no one can ever tell me that I don't fuck with my people. I fuck with the streets so fucking hard. Yeah. So don't ever think that like I'm better. Adam I, Adam was just a dude who had nothing to do in uh, <laughs> Illinois and came to one of our shows. One and of our we kidnapped guys. him. Yeah, yeah we, we kidnapped him. A guy came out and he fucked up and he started working. He started, well, I guess I'll help you load this fucking crate. Next thing you know, two years later, he's fucking working full time. He's got us a girlfriend. He's fucking... Yeah. He's got a couple. He got a little spot down by the water. He's, he's actually a, on Pornhub, fucking yeah. in this oh, house. It was my birthday last year. It's your birthday year. last that, year. That one chick, 
I think she was sucking my dick or something. Yeah. And then was, and then Adam came in to refresh some of my ice bins or something. Yeah. Like, Mac, you need some more ice? Like, hey, come on in, Adam. Why don't you catch you some dome real quick? I was like, hey, uh, excuse me, miss. Is it cool if my lawn guy fucks you? She's like, sure. And there, there he was, pounding away, and I was filming, drunk as fuck in my closet. And, and yeah, it was just beautiful adults coming together, sharing their genitals, having a good fucking making memories. And that's what you can do here. And, and there's time and place for that stuff. Yeah. And, and there's like, I like to think of it as the whales, the sharks, and the minnows. Maybe there's a brim or catfish somewhere in the middle. But <laughs> a lot of times the minnows want to talk to the whales. And I don't think I'm a whale. I'm like a grouper about to turn into a, sh- a, a great white. I'm like in the middle there. Yeah. I got one foot in Hollywood, the other foot in the dumpster. Yeah. I get it. You know, a lot of people think my say like, oh, man, he's so rich. Like, bro, I literally had the fucking borrow money from Miguel. Like, I got to fucking make <laughs> payroll sometimes. It's like the we mob. Gotta do, we got to do sometimes. I think about you know it like mean? the mob sometimes when I'm like, listen, Mike, I could float payroll a couple G's this week. But hey, listen, uh, Mike, I'm going to take some of these fucking uh, these these petrified rattlesnakes. That's collateral. But uh, listen, uh, I got you, gang. Like, I'm, good. like I'm worried I'm going to have to beat my boss up. To fucking get my money. You're like, next don't week. worry, I got a fucking company card. I know all the passwords. I'll fucking just pretend I'm you. And I everything got be you, good. Mike. I can front you a little bit. Juice won't be too high, baby. I look. And then once hey, the fourteen percent APR, yeah. I got you, bro. I got you. Two points above usual, Mike. You'll be fine. So you the know? moral stories. If you see, if you see like my life on Facebook and Instagram and that, it's all real. And uh, I have no problem. Like, I probably isn't the best thing to say. Sometimes your employees like. Did you know that I've been in the negative five times this year? Miguel's like five, even like eight. And uh, I still like am, am grinding and hustling and gambling more than I've ever were before, except the odds are a little higher. I've been constantly reinvesting and constantly buying stupid, crazy shit to that's, fucking make this experience even more magical for our members. Thing. It's like, it's not negative because, like, uh oh, we don't have followers, we don't have this. We're trying to... We're, we're supported by you, the people. Yeah. We're like PBS, but with penises. And we're... Lots we're, of penises. We're trying, to, we're trying to take... I mean, shit, we're paying the government 100000 fucking dollars. Yeah, the government's you know? getting theirs. You know, so it's like, we're just trying to be square. So, some, and you know, yeah, yeah, we're buying carnival rides and petrified snakes. We're fucking up sometimes, too. We're not going to lie. Yeah. But, but, I mean, at the end of the day... The moral story is none of this is to brag. If you come to this house and you see all this crazy shit, I mean, we literally, we have... Turn this place into a theme park. We have carnival rides. Our friend JR and Miss Judy, the queen of the carnies, yes. uh, at Big O Amusements. We've partnered up with them, and now the Sauce Castle has like 10 or 12 amusement rides. There's a yeah. carousel, a fun slide. And if you're listening, here's the thing. Those rides are also available for you to rent for your next function, or you could throw your next function or party over here. Yeah, uh, if you're having Big a bachelor party or a company party or yeah. a quinceanera or some shit. And Big O has more rides available if you're looking for something for your own. Here's the thing. I bet Trying to kill your mistress stripper? Yeah. Uh, you want to take her on some fucking uh, carnival I bet rides? This, though, Mike, whoops. I bet this, and we both know this. I bet there's somebody listening right now that has always wanted to rent a Ferris wheel. Hey, yo, Tony, have- get in here. Listen, these guys, listen yeah. to these fat fucks. Hey, did you? know we could fucking oh you but, know have a party on and the this thing house? is they've always wanted to rent this carnival equipment and they never knew how because we didn't know how we tried and carnies shut up and take yeah. my money Miguel. and carnies didn't tell they don't want to give you the truth but here's the deal you want to rent carnival equipment for your next function i'm talking all across the u.s anything hit us up, hit us up. i got it yeah hit Ferris us up. wheels how many do you want mike Busey at yahoo.com email and say hey I, i'm interested if you really are interested in renting car because we got it now or if you don't want to rent it and bring it to you yeah you come here and experience it you can have a whole experience over here you want to do your your, your fucking uh, christmas party and you're like and we'll put the dildos away 
Yeah. We'll put the dildos away. We'll tell the strippers to put their clothes on. You yeah. can bring your fucking kids. You are going to look at the corn dog girl and you're like, I, the girl's selling me a corn dog. I think I saw her butthole on the snap. Yeah, definitely. Definitely probably saw that. But uh, we're business people, you know, and, and we take uh, we, we, we take the, the good times and the, the fun experiences. We turn it into a business. And uh, there's one thing, no matter how fucked up the economy gets or how fucked up the world is, people still want to escape reality. And that's what I've been doing for many years. I've been sharing my everyday life on Snapchat, fucking Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, everything. Uh, and I allow just the average person just to see what's going on. And I don't, I don't like... I'm not like some of these other like fucking YouTubers. Yo, I fucking got a Bugatti. Fucking suck my dick. You know, I, I'm like, no, listen. Because that Bugatti's just for that guy. You got a fucking Ferris wheel and a Rocco plane so that your friends and members can enjoy it. Yeah, it's, I mean, not to sound like whatever. I'm not trying to pat myself on the back, but uh, as they say, it's not about you. Because if it isn't, if it wasn't for the members, and the people who follow my fucking nonsense, I'd be fucking jacking off some dude behind a dumpster of 7-Eleven right now because they literally brought for me. For what? Yeah, I wanted to know for what. Was it just because uh, that's what you wish you were doing? I don't doing? have a price on it right now, Miguel, because luckily uh, I'd, I'd be things like, started working out for me. And I, love and that, I love that I'm thinking, though, that you'd be jacking off some dude behind a 7-Eleven. I'm like, damn, you think you'd be that hard up for, for money? You'd be like, no, 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 I'd have a good job. No, you know, like, I just, listen, I just did it for the story. Yeah, I just was shacking dudes off behind 7-Eleven because I like to give back. Yeah. And boy, are my arms tired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and, and we're not trying to, you know, like, there's no bullshit. Like, even when when I first started showing showcasing my life on social media, I was always, like, showing you the funny, the crazy, the sexy. But things really, really changed when I started showing the realness, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and everything in between. I'd be like, yep, the cops are here. Oh, yep, uh, this guy just died on the side of the road. Have you oh, ever fuck, put anything? Oh, fuck, I'm fucking broke, and I don't know how the fuck I'm going to pay my power bill. Have you ever put anything up that you struggled with, like, fuck, I want to take that down, I want to take that down? Like, you know, like, you were just worried because it was maybe too real? Like, it, it would In the beginning, you- I not to sound like I'm, like, some emotional fucking homo, but... Uh, They've been listening, they know. Yeah, they know. You literally started the show off by saying you were an emotional homo. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, uh, it, there was a lot of things that's happened in the last five years that I put out there on my social media to where I was like, oh, man, fuck. Is it therapeutic, man? It is, because here's the deal. We all know that when you address the elephant in the room... And they say, oh, wow, he knows that he's fucking ugly and less desirable. And that's where I hit a common bone with the average Joe or the or the or the loser or the nerd or the person who hasn't gotten pussy in 10 years. I've definitely never gone that long without pussy. However, I know how it feels to be picked on and be the new guy. I know how it feels not to have uh, any type of uh, advantage financially. I know how it feels to start from the very fucking bottom. I've never been given. I think my dad one time in college, my teeth got knocked out, and he like bought me some ramen noodles and a strawberry milkshake from Checkers, and he was like, hey, motherfucker, you owe me $20. And he was like dead ass serious. And that was the day I found out like when you turn 18, you're not on your parents. And now, now they've changed yeah. in the last two decades. Now you stay on your parents' health insurance for like 24 or some shit yeah. like that. That it wasn't happening. So I remember my first taste of reality was like, hold on, I got to pay for this shit? Like, <laughs> I'm like looking for a fucking exit. I'm like, mm, 
how fast can I run out of here with my teeth hanging out? Pregnant and alone. Yeah, that's how I felt. <laughs> so I guess I, I hope to inspire somebody. Because someone is listening to this and their girlfriend hasn't sucked their dick or they're fucking in a dead-end job they fucking hate. And you always hear like these like entrepreneur motivational speakers and shit, and they always say this stuff like Gary Vee, like you right here, listen to this, get off your fucking ass. It's easier said than done. Yeah, and it doesn't happen overnight. And some people do. Sometimes people seem to say they just fucking flip a switch and they say, "All right, I'm done with this. I'm gonna go fucking go to Joanne Fabrics and and hustle fucking crochet fucking baskets, and that's yeah. what I'm gonna do." And there's a there's a there's a lot of truth behind the phrase "starving artist." And if you are trying to do something that you're passionate about, uh, whether it be a lawn mowing business or fucking whatever, you gotta. It, it's 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 kind of like the universe takes care of itself. If you really, 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 really want something, and you have somewhat a fucking skill, skill sometimes as I'm a huge example, takes the back seat at times. It's yeah. about your passion and your motivation and drive. Because I'll be 40 this Saturday, December 19th. I cannot work. Every motherfucker I know, even if it's physically like doing fucking push-ups or crunches, I'm insane to where there's a chemical in my brain that will push towards the end. I might wait to the last minute to do homework or wait to the last minute to, hey, oh, hey, by the way, are you going to DJ the party? But I will fucking figure out a way, and I'm insane. And that's what sometimes makes it difficult because you can't go up to somebody that works for you or that you know and like shake them. And heal them, put your hands on them, and then they all of a sudden, like, I believe. Well, it's hard because we talked about this, too. It, it, one of the things that we've talked about before, it's hard, is, too, is uh, you're doing your dream. 100%. And sometimes it, it, sometimes there's a disconnect with you. When, I'm learning new shit every day. Yeah, with, with, with why these people aren't about it because it's not their dream. Because we, we both worked for people before, that, and it wasn't our dream we were working for. And it was definitely time to go. You know, let's, let me find a way to get to work and not work for the first hour. So you've got to figure out a way to find a staff that can, can kind of co-dream with you, that their dreams are attached to your dreams in a sense. One of the guys, I think it was uh, Electron John, he was like, Man, this fucking carny shit's fucking hard. I don't know if I can handle this carny life. He's like, can we go back to being pirates? I was like, <laughs> is the pirate ship done yet? <laughs> can we go back to being pirates? And and here's the thing. I try to take myself out of the situation. I'm just like, all right, let's just pretend you're not who you are. You're not the boss. I would fucking jack off the Gaza Strip of dudes to fucking work here. Are you, There are dudes here that have worked here and that are currently here right now. They would never, ever, ever even remotely get the time of the day of people or being this. I've seen guys walk by in their pajamas while Shaquille O'Neal's like, yo, what's up? That don't happen anywhere else. And I try to tell people, I'm not patting myself on the back. I'm just patting the situation on the back that I may be remotely connected to. Um, that doesn't happen in reality. And I've had every fucking shitty job, construction, food and beverage, door-to-door sales, Fucking you name it, the shitty, the good, the fun. I've had a job at Disney where I drove boats and I've, fireworks. I've had times here where celebrities that when I was a kid, and it's not that they fell up, but when I was a kid I would have died to meet, have been like, hey, are you uh, you coming out with us tonight? And I'm like, I got this thing on Netflix I want to watch. You know, because it gets can, to that point where, and it doesn't mean, it's just like you become so desensitized to it. And you become homies with people that. And it's the thing. It's not even that it adds value to you. Yeah. It's just inside. 
Because yeah. a lot of the shit we do are associations. We're not necessarily making money off that situation. Yeah. Most of the time, we're not. It's just, it's validating. It's a gratifying, gratifying feeling. You're like, bro, I am totally, I could call, I could FaceTime this yeah. person, that person. They're going to actually pick up. Or they're going to call me like, yeah. yo, what up, man? I'm, uh, do, 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 do. That is like a, wow. Uh, I grew up like idolizing this person. And now I'm like homies with this person. Well, it was like I was just telling you. It was, a, it was about a couple, it was about, probably about, couple years back it was the last time like kells was around and uh i was going to do a show i was in the airport kells is machine is gun kelly and kells just is good, for listeners. yeah good friend of mike's good friend of mike's since the beginning you know since no the beginning one knew of who, like these post malone guys were machine, machine gun, gun kelly, kelly. And they were coming here and uh they were I'm, having their 21st birthdays in my living room yeah and uh, it was just it's gratifying not in some oh i'm clout chasing but to have an artist that you like, I like Machine Gun Kelly. I like Machine Gun Kelly's work. I am a fan of his, uh, and not just because he is a friend of ours. But to be, I was in the airport, and I was I was flying to like Chicago to do a show or something like that, and I was in the Orlando airport, and there's Kelly. He's got a group of people around him, and he's just signing autographs, real chill, and we're passing by, and uh, and he's like, what's up, Miguel? And I'm like, what's up, Kels? And the thing that I like about that is it's this artist that I would have been a fan of had I not known him. But now you get to the point where you know this artist, you can talk to him about real stuff, you can now enjoy their work on such a different level because you can sit there and say, hey, listen, man, when, when you wrote that, what was going on? And it's an intimacy with artists that, uh, that, that I think a lot of people who work here sometimes don't even realize. You know, we get to talk to Shaq about the 90s when we were watching him and we get to have conversations with him. And about- be like, oh, I was fucking... Oh, I, I've heard people like want like like I, I could name. I don't. Oh, I well, like- also they're they're so open and vulnerable when they talk here because they're talking to just friends, and you get the, like you know you you get jaw drops sometimes when somebody's so vulnerable and they're like, oh yeah, I only did that for the money, you know. And you're like, or cool. I, I've had guys say, oh, I was so fucked up on drugs when I did that. Yeah, like um, I I could tell you. I mean, we could literally do a story. Called, we could do a podcast called Name Dropping Motherfucker, and we yeah. could just tell stories of situations where like, bro. Look what the fuck is going on. Like one of my And it doesn't make us cool because that's the thing I want to make sure people's like all these fuckers think they're cool. No, it's just cool personally to be able to like artists, watch them your whole lives, and then get to a point where they become a friend of yours enough that you can you can have that moment of you know, just a it's cool one on one talk. Yeah. You know what it's like? It's like having a crush on a girl in high school and, and then years later you finally get the fucker. Yeah. You're like, fuck yeah, man. I could totally I fucked her now. I and then it's like out of your system, and then you're just like still kind of giddy and excited. Like, man, I know that person. Or you know how weird it is t- for me to have like one of these superstar artists, let's just say Post Malone, for example, yeah. knowing that like that's the homie. I'm friends with his mom. I'm friends with his dad. They follow me on Instagram. Yeah. You know, I get fucking happy Thanksgivings from Post Malone's mom, like text messages. His dad checks on me. He's like, you're a legend. You're a legend. And I'm just like, wow, like. Oh, you're 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 you are part of like some pop. You're part of pop culture now. Yeah, you know, and uh, and what's also cool, I tell you, what's really cool for me is when thinking like, uh, not only is the homie Shaq coming over tonight, but like Billy, who owns the barbecue restaurant in Kissimmee's, kicking it tonight too. I like I like making like like when we all get together and it's like this is the real homie crew because it's like. Here's this guy. Here's this guy. It has nothing to do with position in life. It has everything to do with, no, this person is fucking Billy from Kissimmee fucking hooked us up with barbecue for three Christmas specials. He's real. He's with us. Yeah. You know? And I like being able to share that because then they'll come in and be like, is that Shaq? 
And we're like, yeah. And and it, it's it's important. it's so funny. Uh, uh, Jr. Our, the music the king of the carnies, the, the yeah. carny guys uh, from Big O Amusement. Uh, I think it was like last week and the week before. He was hanging out. It was kind of late, and I was like, "Hey, you want to do dinner?" And he was like, "Yeah, sure. I guess I'll come over." And then he comes in, and then and then he sees Joey Patone from NSYNC, like just hanging out in the living room, just chilling. We're watching TV, eating like steak and shit. And I can tell he's like playing it cool, but I know deep down inside he's like, "What the fuck? What universe am I in?" Because I've been in that position where I'm like, "Oh my god, I'm totally hanging out with blah blah blah." And I'm like, "Whoa, this is cool." I like I like when uh, when you get to roast them, when you get to the point where like you're friends enough that like you know we're always busting Joey's balls. I'm always busting Joey's balls, oh, yeah. and it's fun just because such a great guy, such by a the great way. guy. And the if thing- you were ever if you're old as us and you were ever jealous or hater yeah. of NSYNC, trust me. I promise you, I put my I put everything on me. This guy is a great dude. And here's another thing Joey that Pitone, people pe- sure. people need to know too. Motherfuckers have. I this, give them the, fucking two two sausages wide up. <laughs> they need to know this though. People think that because they don't hear you topping the charts anymore, you fell off, and that is the most ridiculous. That's the hardest thing about being like huge because once you peak, it's like there's no other place to go back yeah. down. But then people. Society, especially in the last 10, 20 years, they're so like harsh, like, oh, that guy or yeah. this person. And it's like, no, that person's like a part, a part of pop culture. I don't yeah. care what they're doing now or what they've done recently. And these guys now, too, are still involved in de- fucking, what do we find out? Fatone's like on like three goddamn game shows. He writes for stuff. He's in Broadway. Yeah, doing great, fucking good All dude. the things we got still his, dream for. Got his shit together. And yeah. He, and he's... And he's uh, He's just a fucking cool dude, and you randomly might come over here, and you just might be hanging out. It, yeah, and the cool part about that is, like, I remember being 19, 18 years old, girls going wild for insane. I mean, this was the biggest band in, like, 1999, 2000. They had to be one of the biggest bands. They, they, they were Miley Cyrus fame, you know? They were, yeah. they were, they were top of the world. And uh, there never was some scandal or some shitty album or anything. They just peaked. Rocked out like five great albums and then, and then fucking and at the drop of a dime, as soon as they want to do like a show or a union tour, it's sold the fuck sold out. Sold the fuck out. Yeah, and your mom's trying to fuck them. And, yeah, and your that's sister. the thing. I'm not gonna lie. Like Hell out of yeah. out of all the homies to utilize, I started thinking. I was like, do you know how much like pussy from back in high school that's getting divorced now i could probably pull by being like hey fatone i'm gonna need you to do seven cameos right now and just be like hey jennifer i was hanging out with my buddy miguel and he told me you were a huge because here's the thing what people don't want to admit you still want to fuck whoever you wanted to fuck when you were 19 as long as they didn't turn out to be a douchebag i'm still looking for topanga to fucking become oh, single dude, and get with anywhere bro, close i want topanga and al from step by step do you remember al the daughter who alf no al alf like, you thought you wanted to fuck alf i was like whoa hey I first of all first of all don't judge me yeah about to say novelty points but uh, Al from Step by Step, she was like the youngest daughter. She was so fine. There is a picture of Topanga and Al from Step by Step together. And uh, I think when I was 14, that was the only thing I masturbated to. And then the three titties in uh, in Total Recall. I'm glad you put the when I was 14 part next to that because that's... Yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean, now I'd still want to hook up with them, but I'm not looking at the picture of when they were fucking 14 like, oh, my God. I had some ch- – oh, my God. Just remind me. I was flying back from, I think, like Vegas or something, and this chick, kind of cute, and I kind of, like, recognized her in the face. And she was like, who Who are you? What do you do? Because she had saw a couple people like, yo, bro. And I think, like, one of the stewardess knew who I was, and they, like, was like, hey, oh, my God, hey. 
So she saw, and obviously I'm kind of a big dude, big giant, yeah. fucking six three, fucking giant fat fuck, tattoos and crazy hair. And then she was like, "Hey, and and you know like how guys always bullshit chicks and stuff like that, and always lie and so you, well, you I'm, know. I'm not aware of that, but okay, yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> newsflash." This girl tried to do that to me, and she was basically trying to tell me that she was Topanga. And I was kind of like buying it, but I couldn't Google anything because I was in the fucking air. And I was like, eh. I was on, you know, of course, fucking like Southwest, so, you know, or fucking Elite Spirit or some shit. I was getting no Wi Fi. They don't even have Wi Fi on those, and they have like RF signal and shit. I was like, yo, could y'all not splurge for the fucking 10 inch TVs and the headrest of this shit? Jesus Christ. Y'all made a, you made a fucking plane. You couldn't afford the LCD screens? When you get into a plane from Spirit, it looks like the plane got robbed. <laughs> like you're like yo, somebody robbed you guys. They took everything. Going no. to a spirit terminal is like no better than like fucking a fat girl, and, and you and then everyone seeing you come out of the room with her holding hands. I like, call oh, spirit God, on this Sky thing. Uber. You're like sitting on the tarmac. And you're like it says our pilot's Juan, and he's flying a seven twenty seven. I'm like, listen, I can understand. It was the only direct flight I can get. Yes, I wasn't a big fan of being down in the fuselage in a chicken cage, but I fucking got there. Fuck you. When you book the Spirit flight, it's like shame on me for thinking a flight from LAX to LaGuardia that costs the same as Hulu Plus is going to be like entertaining and good. And then the minute you book it, they we're start We're going to make you earn this flight, yeah. motherfucker. Oh, you thought these chips were free? Psych. Well, the That's price and it costs you $5. Pay up, bitch. The minute you book it, too, like you book the flight, you're like, oh, $15 LAX LaGuardia sounds good then they hit you with questions you never expected them to ask you like would you like a seat and you're like I just booked the flight and I'm like why do I need a seat oh, they're like, you want to bring luggage yeah they're like technically I'd say you were on the plane I wouldn't say you were in it yet you know they fucking they nickel and dime <laughs> you bro yeah, man. I always say my biggest fear is that I'm going to be in a spirit flight. We're going to hit turbulence. The oxygen mask is going to come down, and I'm not going to have my credit card ready. Like, the oxygen mask is going to drop, and I'm like, fuck, was it zip code or pin number? Please deposit your Apple yeah. Pay. I'm like, of course I want cash back. I need a flotation device. <laughs> Would you like to upgrade and get a fucking glow yeah. stick, a fucking flare gun with this package? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean. There's but it wasn't Topanga? No. I, I, yeah, there I go. I didn't yeah. finish the story. Yeah, it wasn't her. And I was like, you, f-. and she kind of got me because I was like, damn, it was like Topanga, you gained some weight. I get it. She did get a little thick, man, because she was married to Lance Bass for a while. And that was a, you know, that was a, a sexless here, here's marriage. Here's the thing, bro. All these like famous people that we come across and stuff. It's always like, how the fuck did this happen? Yeah. Like when we were talking about Eddie Winslow. Yeah, Eddie Winslow hit us up and he wanted to bring barbecue matters. and come party with us one night. And that was the night we were having the sorority party. We're like, okay. First of all, that would have been the best night to have him because it wasn't going to be like he was cock-blocking us because none of these girls have even heard of Family Matters. Yeah. Like, they're all, like, fucking they're like, 21. I think my dad heard, told me about that. Like, the Steve Urkel guy? Like, no, not Steve Urkel. The guy who is the, the brother <laughs> yeah, of the, the girl that Steve Urkel was trying to fuck. That's who's here. Is and Waldo he, coming? And he's still doing, you know, his thing and shit. He still looks handsome as fuck, you handsome know? Handsome as fuck. And uh, he probably definitely fucked all the girls we were trying to have sex with. And, uh, yeah. He just hit his, how about Billy Corgan? Yeah, that's that still out of all the things that definitely was like, whoa. And I was like, all right. And he was kind it. of a dick, not in a mean way, but just in an old like, hey, I'm a tired ass. Yeah, uh, I've been doing so it much. It was more We're- like, hey, this was a gimmick. I'm really not a bald goth fucking <laughs> like, sorry, Steven. I don't know if he's really uh, still a rat in a cage anymore. <laughs> he's, yeah, our, our, our guy, Steven, got the, the word tattooed. He got unlovable. unlovable tattooed above his eye. 
and then thought we were going to let it slide. Steven, just so you know, me and Miguel have a suicide draft, and you're on our number one pick. Most number likely one pick. Number one pick. Number one pick. Every I'm now and then we drive out by the campgrounds, which is now a theme park. Yeah. There's which now there's no way you'll commit suicide because with a beautiful carnival outside. How can you kill yourself with a fun slide right out of your back porch? <laughs> I mean, come on. If you if you do kill yourself, don't do it on the property, Stephen. Yeah, Please. everybody knows the rule, man. You kill yourself. You leave your car here, so we get at least a good six months before someone from your family gives a fuck and is like, "Hey, I need your car back." If you do it in your trailer, let me know so I can let the cats eat you, and then <laughs> and then I'll come in and get you. Just don't let that odor get to the roundup. Like some kids are like, "Wee!" Like I smell dead fucking flesh. No, you don't. No, you don't. I'm just spraying fabulous. Nothing to see shit here, all you around shit. I'll go get you some popcorn, fucker. <laughs> No, the, the entire uh, campground lake, if, there's 80 acres here to Sauce Castle. It's a giant, like, rectangled fucking 80-acre parcel. And uh, I've slowly but surely have turned it into fucking a theme park. I've noticed this, and I believe this. I believe when the carnies pass by and they see uh, Steven's trailer, though, they do have jealousy because they're like, look at him. Blue mobile. You got a parking because you got that parking cover. Like Steven LEDs in the LEDs, front of his camper. A fucking. He's got a projector screen with. So, they're like this motherfucker. He's living the carnival dream. Yeah, it's like fucking techno trailer right trash. Next, <laughs> right next to the shower. Steven is it next <laughs> to the shower. Your sandstorm and shit coming from. <laughs> but also he's uh, separated from Clown Town. Which Clown Town is an area in our you know like the Mason Dixon Mason yeah. Dixon line. There's a clown. There's a Clown Town line. Then we got some Carney folk, and then we got like AK. She has her camper out there. Yeah, and then Rowdy Robbie. He's just there. He's just the dude. A lot of division. I want to say that I have a multicultural, uh, multicultural uh, trailer park community. At, you do at the, at the theme park campgrounds here. You do. And then Jeff. Jeff is the dude who just he's like the the snowbird of the trailer parks. He comes down, hides out for a while, and then comes back. Steven is definitely Steven has definitely separated himself that you know like he would be at the, the the trailer park meetings being like listen I think my neighborhood needs its own school district because I don't want my kids going to the clown town school and we call it clown town because in that area we have the electrons and the electrons get into like juggalo paint and stuff Hell yeah. and then there's uh like uh which I highly support no matter yeah. what and then uh, uh, Adam's girlfriend whoop, whoop. was getting in on it, and she was juggalo painting it. Then they're having like we we heard we didn't we didn't hear directly. But we heard there was like, like some, a trademark infringement over clown makeup. Some, there was some clown beef. Like what? That's my thing. I'm the fucking clown. Which was, there can only be one clown in this town, bitch. You gotta go. It's like the Highlander fucking movie series, but with face paint. Someone's listening to this. It's like, hey Henry, come check out these assholes. They're so funny. This story, <laughs> they the shit they come up with. Yeah. And little do they know, it's all real. Kids, this whole fucking shit we're talking about. I still gonna it's quote. Real. I still think my, my favorite quote from all this is Electron Johns. Can we go back to being pirates? <laughs> no, he was dead ass serious. He's like, because setting up these carnival rides, bro. That's no joke. I saw John. He was up on top of a carousel. Carousel up in like, like, like the like goddamn Spider Man. This dude's our age, man. Like you know, John's John's got to be forty. He's got to be our age, man. Oh, he's old. And, he's way older than and us. And climbed all up in this motherfucking top of this carousel. Uh, up there, and then what I love too is when these guys start working on Carnival Ride, it's like they got to smoke more cigarettes because that's what carnies do. So everybody's got a one hundred dangling from their mouth, just sitting there, fucking hanging hundred pound fucking horses on a goddamn uh, carousel. And maybe because I'm fat and really out of shape, and I've done a lot of destructive stuff to my body. 
But this shit, like, my bones right now, like, I'm surprised we still did this podcast because I was out there all day. I saw Nami sweating hard and hurt. And the thing is, Nami's in great shape. And I saw Nami getting fucking tired. And that's when I was like, well, I'm out. When I saw Nami getting tired and Rowdy getting grumpy, I was like, well. I be looking, I'm like, well, guys, uh, so y'all down to fucking put up another ride? (laughs) And then there's always one guy that's like, hell, fuck no. I got shit to do. And then, then I'll be telling Rowdy Rob, like, hey, just run. Just go. Just don't cause a scene. Just go. Don't spread more out to the rest of the carnage camp. We need to finish. We got to put this goddamn Ferris wheel up because we just got all this shit here. We've been talking for months yeah. to, to JR and Miss Judy of Big O Amusements. And uh, we, we had to do like contract negotiations with them, which when I thought you were negotiating contracts with carnies, I thought there'd be a clause that was like, all disputes will be handled with a ring toss. Uh, you know? <laughs> yeah. So we. Basically, I've never signed a contract that said if you can shoot with a BB gun this whole word out here, then it doesn't matter anymore. If you hit the red balloon, I'll give you this fucking snuff off of us. What's this three uh, three goldfish part? And I was like, well, that's if we have to go to court. You know, <laughs> this is the three goldfish. Do clause. you think too? Like nothing's gonna happen. These are our homies. We're gonna do it. But if we went to court, would we go to Carney Court? Oh yeah, or regular court. So there's a there's a town called Gibtown. Gibtown, Gibson Town. Yeah. It's right. It's like I guess right outside of Tampa. And there's a whole entire community there, and I'm 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 feeling that soon we're gonna be having some beef, because we got way more desirable views, oh, and yeah. we got way better looking people that come around. I know I'm taking Joe down to Gibtown, and me and him are having to burn down a trailer or something like that, and be like, Mike Busey says, stay the fuck out of the carnival business. Well, unfortunately, due to this uh, virus, I guess apparently some of the carnies are uh, they're fading away. Yeah, and uh, that's because carnies good. carnies are definitely more susceptible to COVID. What with, you know, the chromosome issue with them? Well, you would think you they know? would be okay because they have fucking probably got tetanus. They probably yeah, have tetanus running through their blood. Yeah, but they've got three last names. You know, <laughs> this is like Miguel, the Scottish. Who are, who are we to judge, okay? I am, I am, I think I am one more. If I set up one more goddamn carnival ride, I get a, I get a fucking free tattoo from Gibtown. They have like a clubhouse there, and I guess yeah. they shut it all down because some people were actually like dying of COVID and stuff. And, uh. Poor I just want to say that I, my, my fucking, my Carney town hasn't had any fucking deaths, okay? No, zero deaths in, in our Carney town. So why don't you come over here to fucking Mike Busey's Sauce Castle where the fucking producers aren't dancing around in the back <laughs> of the music videos. You tired of your Carneys all dancing in the videos? Come on to Death Row Records. Do you think, like, I mean, I do think we're going to clash with Gibtown Town at some point, man. It's going to be like, whoa, they got, like, pools. They got, like, I mean, I, I don't know what all they have. I heard they have, like, a really... They got it legit. You know they did. Yeah, I mean, they got fucking Lobster girl's got to swim somewhere, you know? Yeah, she's in there fucking in mermaid tank. chicks in a fucking yeah. dunk tank. And you fucking- know Gibtown's one of those places where 60 people come out with shotguns when there's a problem. Like, they just come walking out of there like, like uh, what was the dude you worked for over in uh, New Orleans? Uh, <laughs> Hank Hankins. Hank Hankins. <laughs> Listen to that story in a pri- uh, previous episode. That's, that episode is uh, titled uh, Cocksucking Cherries. And uh, it goes through the story of Mike Busey having one DVD to jack off to while he was trying to save people during Katrina. Here's the deal, guys. If you just started listening to this, go back to the first one. Sure, it's going to take a couple days to get caught up to episode 21. But just go back and watch the inconsistencies of every fucking show. We first started off by doing this by like, all right, we're going to talk about bullshit the first hour. And the second hour, we're going to do current events. We just now just throw Here's it on a thing. pile and just say fuck it. I'm so proud of where our show has gotten. Like, I really am. Like, I love the vibe. But uh, it was funny in the beginning, 
but it didn't get here. So keep listening because it's just going to keep getting better. Like now we're, I'm loving it. Like the past episode, like fucking two, I think episode two was hilarious though. Uh, episode like two and up. Episode one is a pilot, like a TV show. Things change. Yeah, uh, <laughs> this is the one podcast. If, you, if you're a member of MyBeats.com and you actually watch it, not that you want to stare at two fat dudes talk for two hours, but we've got some really high quality. At first, it started like, oh, what the fuck are they doing this shit with some fucking Longitude fucking log? What's a webcam? Logitech. Logitech fucking webcam from the 90s. And then it's like, oh, cool. They got an iPhone. Oh, wait a minute. They're back to something else. So you see a lot of uh, the last four or five episodes have been pretty fucking it's like astronomical. When, it's like when Netflix buys your favorite TV show. And then that second Netflix season comes out, and you're like, whoa. It's like the, the Simpsons when you watched it originally, how the yeah. characters were drawn. Shit, it's the uh, Tracy Ullman show the if you watched our first episode. Yeah, it's like <laughs> stick figures with some fucking really shitty like coloring. And now it's like, oh, wow, they've got like really nice cameras, and they've got three different cameras that are clicking back and forth. And yeah, and, and then the sad thing is all this equipment has been here for fucking years, uh, except the, the one camera that sent Steven to St. Augustine to go by. Uh, everything's been here. And I think we're getting closer to fucking figuring this shit out. So I'm liking it. I'm enjoying it. And the and the keep giving us feedback, guys. Especially on the uh, the Apple Apple Podcast app because that one allows you to write reviews. Please keep giving us feedback on it. Go to the uh, go to the Facebook page. Uh, go to Mike's Instagram. Just let us know. You know, some executive at Spotify or apple is like oh wow these guys are doing pretty good numbers let's see what oh um, absolutely not yeah <laughs> like push them to the bottom take away some views we don't want this to get anywhere near like if so you know fuck i, I keep there's, you there's know no what? way Here's we're gonna thing. be like one of those like charts like oh the top 10 because even though i think personally i think our stuff is much more entertaining than most of the shit i've seen but we'll never we'll never exist amongst the the big the big guys. Yeah, we're a niche thing, man. We're a boutique, a mom and pop shop. I tell you what, though, we I look at with Steven, I look at the Acast, uh, which tells us our like where our views are coming from from a lot because there's a lot of sites that don't track us. But Acast tells us what's going on, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, stuff like that. And uh, we have a listener in Iran, and I always think that that dude. Is like deep cover as fuck, but he can't get enough of our podcast. Like he's sitting there laying low in the desert, like waiting for the beacon so that he can get picked up by the striker vehicle. But then he's like, "Oh, I don't want to blow my cover, but it is fucking Wednesday." You know? I don't know. I don't have to say about that. It's 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 interesting. It's very flattering that people even spend time listening to this. And it's very flattering that they, they follow us, and it's very flattering that they subscribe to the website, that they come to events. Like I've met so many people over the years who are like, yo, I, I, I came here from Canada, or I flew here from Ireland. And I'm just like, wow, did they really? I almost want to be like, show me the fucking... Show, show me, me your, your passport to Panga. Yeah, show me your fucking goddamn flight ticket. I want to see that shit. I'm like, oh, wow. He's, Let me ask you, the first time you put a video up of you fucking, that was the first thing you ever put on Snap, but the first time you chose to put a video up you fucking... What were you thinking? Were you, were you thinking there's going to be some crazy, like, oh, God, I don't want to hear this. I don't want to read the comments. Well, here, here's what happened. Uh, I was in Miami with a bunch of model friends, and my buddy Ralphie and, and uh, this, this uh, model friend of mine, Heather Shanholtz, her and all of these, like, super sexy models were walking, and we were, like, just going to, like, a club or something, and they had their phones out, like, they're taking selfies. But I saw them, like, talking to her, like, hey, guys, we're headed to... We're headed to live tonight. We're going to 11. And I was like, 
what are y'all fucking doing? Like, what? what is, like, what the fuck are you doing? It's like, oh, this is a new thing called Snapchat. And I was like, what the fuck? And I was on Team Periscope. We both were. We were like, this is the one that's going to take off. Yeah, I, I had, like, randomly, there's a lot of people over in the Middle East that knows who I am. Because at 5 in the morning, when you're drunk as fuck, and there's dead, you know, fucking strippers in your living room, if you go live, you will get put on the Discovery page. Because whoever that's manning that shit doesn't obviously clock in that's, Knows what the fuck. And I've definitely been banned several times from Periscope. But I was like, wow, this is cool. I like this. I fall in love every now and then with the social media. And sometimes it lasts and sometimes it doesn't. I always but pick the wrong one. I always pick the wrong one. I'm like, fuck this YouTube. Vimeo. You know? <laughs> I yeah. always pick the one that's not going not gonna to blow up. So I was talking shit. And she was like, no, this thing called Snapchat. You can post things and it deletes in 24 hours i'm like well why the fuck would i want to film something that deletes in 24 hours just it's uncensored i was like oh really so i was like well shit And at the time i guess the rumor has it that the the people who made snapchat made it to like so you can send dick pics and have sex and and then they feel secure like no i'm not going to post your shit oh it'll notify you if you screenshot it remember back in the day we had to like press like five buttons to fucking get a screenshot yeah it was like you had to. It was like fucking Indiana Jones removing the the the, the god uh, idol, and you had to fucking put a bag of sand. You're like, get it! I must get this screenshot of her today. Because guys, I don't know if you're anything like me. You're addicted to getting nudes, and in, in, you know it's just like exciting. It's like wow, and it's like live, and uh, it's like social media meets texting, and with video and stuff. So at the time, remember when you had to keep your finger on oh, there? Oh, yeah, to watch the video? let it go? Yeah. It's like, oh, and it's gone. You're like, fuck, I'll never get it back. When they told me it was uncensored, I was like, oh, really? And this uh, very sexy lady from Baltimore, um, me and her were having some sexual, consensual relations. And I was like, hey, let me try that Snapchat shit out. I Snapchatted it, and I guess when I downloaded it, it notified it. All my contacts that I had downloaded it. And I didn't know what a story was. I didn't know what like a private message was. So I guess I posted it. And then next thing you know, my phone blew up. Like I woke up the next morning like, dude, you crazy fucker. Next message is like, bro, that was so legend. And like, oh my gosh, you was so fucking hot. I'm like, what? And then I went and looked at the thing and it could show you how many people had seen it it said like ten thousand people had seen it i was like what the fuck i got a damn near jack off a fucking donkey to get some views like that on youtube they fucking hide my shit so much i was like oh, we might be on to something here folks and i was off to the races and, and i was fucking i i get memories posted on my snapchat like it'll say oh four years ago yeah. duh, duh, duh. and i'm like yo there's straight up dick in here vagina like i was posting everything but then the haters and this is what's funny and crazy is it was the haters that was always reporting my shit because eventually they started getting like popular and they started regulating things more and it become a fucking probably i think it's a publicly traded company now i don't know you know everything always starts cool and until it gets corporate and then they yeah. come in and shit on all the fun like, no, no, guys, can't be doing that. Wait till season four of the podcast, guys. And I'm like, yeah. brought to you by Kellogg's. Yeah. We're like, no, I've never been there before, Miguel. Tell me more. Well, it's called a strip club. Wow. Not on this show, Miguel. No, you don't. Well, <laughs> zing of the day. Yeah. We'll never be that guy. Um, so 
I was posting crazy wild shit and people were loving it. And then I would say maybe a year or so later, then they started reporting it. Uh, mostly the girls, uh, boyfriends or parents <laughs> that fucking heard they hung out with me the night before. You know how many new followers I get every time a group of girls uh, message me and uh, or they come over and hang out? I, I think like 20% of our members are like guys that think their girlfriend or wife cheated on them. Like, I'm going to go fucking see what the fuck. I'm going to get to the bottom of this. So they go, it's like cheater's insurance. I like, I like whenever girls are hanging out in your room and they might have come with a guy or something like that. And they'll like, the guy will walk into the room and I'm like, hey, buddy, no guys. And he's like, yeah, that's my girlfriend. And I'm like, well, she can leave if she wants, but you can't come in. And you see the girl's face and she's like, I'm just going to hang out for a little bit. <laughs> you, know, you know how awkward that is on a tour bus? Yeah. When there's like dudes, like there's like boy, they say they're boyfriends or husbands. Yeah. You never know. There's been plenty of times where girls are like, I don't fucking know him. Like when the Nook boys are here, these yeah. girls are like, no, these guys did just follow us into the gate. You know, like some crazy shit like that. Well, um, it sucks because I don't want to be that guy. I want to be like, yo, I'm trying to fuck your girl. I don't, I don't want to be that dude. I think of Wayne's World, too, when Christopher Walken's trying to get into the backstage and he comes to Chris Farley and he's like, but my girlfriend's back there. And Chris Farley's like, hey, a lot of people's girlfriends are back there. You know, like that's how I feel sometimes with the room. Yeah, and here's the thing, man. Like, like Miguel's said many times, if your girlfriend does cheat on you uh, with one of us, we're the ones... I'm the guy you want your girlfriend to cheat on. She's going back to you. Yeah. You know. We don't love her. Yeah. We're just having fun. Consensual adults I'm a having cheat a good time. Meal. You know, like she's on keto and she just decides she's a cheat meal. What are you doing your cheat meal? You eat bullshit. And then you go right back to your diet. You feel bad about it and you guys have a baby because that'll keep your relationship together. I, I have I have I feel like I've drove women into the arms of men and marriage and relationship and pregnancies and relationships. Because I've had a great, a magical, fun, wild night. And then uh, mostly girls, they'll be like, oh, my God, I feel such like a hoe. I can't believe I did that. And every time a girl does some ratchet shit and she's not comfortable with, like, who she is and doing that because she's so brainwashed and thinking it's so bad. So then they go back and then they become a housewife. But then deep down inside, I know they want to they want. I have down. performed marriage ceremonies for girls that I did ratchet shit with because now they're good people, but they still like you because they care about you. Now it's a sad, and we've talked about this. Sometimes you always wonder like, could I still, you know, cause there's a moment of like, damn, like, like I am just so never in the fuck pile for them anymore, but they still like you as a person. But it's weird because I'm up there doing the ceremony and I'm like, Rachel, do you take Kevin to be your husband to love and to cherish? Hey, girl, real quick, remember that time? Uh, <laughs> I think it was Myrtle Beach. You know what I'm talking about, right? You know, like hey, you know. this is not. I wasn't gonna mention this, but yeah. I just I, I gotta keep it hundred. So this text message just came in 14 minutes ago. Don't say the name. I'm just slide my phone over okay. to you and read this because this exact situation we're dealing with right now yeah. is happening on my phone live right now in this very moment. You can, I'm not going to read the name. That individual has something, something, something that's been left here. <laughs> and he's like, all, this is from like three years ago. And then he's like, hey. <laughs> so you I'm know. not going to read anything of it, but it's basically like, like. <laughs> this is exactly what the fuck we're talking about. It's happening right now. And Miguel. Yes. My hand of God. Am I hand bullshitting of God, you? It's a dude basically like. What are you doing with my ex-girlfriend? No, you know? he no. He, what, read what he says verbatim at the bottom. He says, 
you got my girl. At least pay me for my boat. <laughs> this guy left this boat here like three years ago, and it, it just still sitting. It's like this old like pontoon. And this guy, he's a nice dude and shit, but he thinks I'm like fucking his chick, and I'm not. Like I've never even touched his girlfriend. I spent more time with her uh, yeah. the night she was here, and and the dude's cool and shit. But because I wanted to fuck, no, no. Yeah, and she's she's hot, but I she's guess a model, like, yeah. they broke up a while ago. A while ago, know. she said like months ago. Yes, yeah, so I don't like. Listen, bro. Hey, uh, I'm not gonna say your name, but bro, listen, I don't I don't love her. Yeah, and I haven't done nothing with her at, at this very moment. Uh, at this as this show has been recorded, uh, so I I hate and that's exactly and your boat's whack. That's exactly what we're talking about right now. Yeah. This very thing because some people, they get eaten up with like, and it's like. They get a jealousy and they get a hatred like we're out there trying to do. And when I say we're out there, I just mean like some people think like, oh, I don't like their their vibe. But it's like nobody nobody's trying to crush anything you're doing. Like like nobody's like, oh, you know, it'd be fun to fuck that boat guy's girlfriend. No, she came over to hang yeah, out. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know nothing about the guy other than he uh, – he he had his boat here for a while, and when when I took over the property, and then like he was, I I I bought a, a, a I, sp- I bought eight thousand dollar boat from him. Yeah, I believe it was eight thousand um, dollars. Paid him to do a bunch of other side work. Nice guy, whatever. Yeah. And then I guess like his chick or ex chick or something was like hanging out over here with with my girlfriend. Yeah. And then she hung out, shoot, yeah. talked to you, but then I become the the victim of a drunk text message at two in the morning. Like you got my girl, at least, at least bring. I'm like, what? I don't. Even, I haven't talked to this dude in years. Like, yeah, come get your boat, bro. I don't like. Yeah. It's not, no one's. No one gives a fuck. But I, I hate to bring at. it up in that moment, but that's just that just happened right now. <laughs> that's just ridiculous. Right now, as of recording this, so we can't end the show on this. Don't give me the wrap it up I, finger. I, Tell them about your birthday. Tell them how they can come. You're like, okay, just let Mike talk about the birthday. Yeah. It's my 40th birthday. We're having a roast. It's a sexy Santa holiday party. Come dressed up as a fucking sexy Santa, a snowman, a fucking Christmas present, a Hanukkah, fucking a the menorah, dreidel, whatever the fuck you want to do, Kwanzaa. I don't give a fuck. Come have a good time. Uh, come early. This isn't like high school. You don't have to like show up late and be cool. Because those are the guys that look like fucking fools when you yeah. show up late. Because then you're just like, oh, fuck. I and make up. sure you sign up as a member because that's the only way you can come. If you have a penis. Yes. Ladies, you know, even even the less than desirables are allowed to come and go as they wish. Sometimes I'm like, whoa, she's taking a little too much pizza than, than she's entitled to. It's always that one chick that's like in my bathroom eating all the fucking pinwheels and the fucking... The damn shrimp platter. I'm like, hey, give it a break, would you? <laughs> I'm 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 fat too. I'm hungry, but I don't want to eat shrimp right now because I'm trying to holler. Moral story is, uh, no other place in the world are you gonna come party and make some memories. And I know we talk about chicks a lot. It's, it has, I mean, it has something to do with it. Having fun, because a heterosexual male that I am, I enjoy these things in life. I don't get to enjoy many things. I get I get I have to put up a lot of bullshit that no one could ever understand. And it's I'm not complaining, but if I was to honestly give you an accurate uh, fucking idea of what I've been through and what I've what I've gone through in the 20 years of my life, you would think I was fucking absolutely insane to continue this fucking wild ride that I call my life. And I invite everyone to come experience it, whether you're listening on the podcast or you're watching videos or you're seeing my little wiener doing crazy weird shit, or you're just coming to hang out and. We want you to come hang. We want to have that experience with you. We'll take all the photos, the videos. 
you know. Uh, but, you know, it helps sometimes. It's like showing to Michael Jackson's house. You bring a chocolate cake. You know, hey, I brought some friends. And just don't pitch your Shark Tank idea to us during the party. If it has, Unless it's fucking solid and you got, like, reports and yeah, shit. Then I'll got, give you a minute. If you got fucking pictures, I like pictures, okay? I like <laughs> diagrams, pie charts, fucking I want to see. Has anything to do with, like, aliens I'm interested? By the way, aliens are real, Okay. Can we can we just go ahead and go on a record that I 100% believe aliens are real? I 100% believe aliens are real. I don't believe in every like uh, instance where Choose people your say words wisely, they've come Miguel. here, but I, the aliens are real. I'll but hey, here. let's wrap it up because we got a big-ass party to plan and work on the rest of this week. So, uh, Steven, Chris, fucking put this on the site and uh, get it uploaded. And hopefully this will find uh, way into your ears and minds and hearts and souls on a, on a Wednesday afternoon. Every week we drop an episode, and uh, this concludes uh, episode 21, guys. We thank you. We love you. Thank you for everything. You have no fucking idea uh, how much you've changed my life, and uh, I'm just glad to. I haven't turned 40 yet, so there's still a chance of me dying Last podcast then. in your 30s. Yeah, this this is the last podcast of my 30s, and I spent it with you guys, and thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, sincerely. We'll thank see you, you all. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Unless the aliens come and destroy everything. They're coming. Let's hope. Bye-bye.